and welcome to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, this week, season three, episode four, and now his watch is ended. Is it is ended? That's weird. Uh, I am Michael Thrifty Nerd tomorrow, and with me is Jennifer Cheek. Hey guys, what's up? Now I'm worried that I write, wrote the show name wrong. I'm going to go check it on Google. Uh, Tim Lanning. Hey guys, I'm Google. And Nicholas Bristow. Guys, I don't want to waste any time this week. Let's just cut right to the root and stem of this episode. <laughs> oh, you've been thinking on that one, haven't you? You've been I wrote it that. down and I was like, I got to get it done at my intro because someone's going to steal it. Oh, I want that comedy that. gold. Please. <laughs> Me, um, the balls not- and dick monster from the fire. I just <laughs> said I love past the fruits. Bye. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, that. So we had a visit from the ball and dick monster. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's a demon, not a monster. Oh, okay. The ball and dick demon. We don't uh, know. It could be a god. We even uh, know. The ball and dick flames answered and also smelled delicious. Oh, mm, gross. I never I knew. Didn't say that. Ugh. Guys. Just get, to a, get off to a macabre start. I mean, this episode is pretty fucked anyway. So. Any, anyway, we're cast of thrones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we I, talk about we, people's penises getting cut off. It's our favorite That's, topic. It just so happens that Game of Thrones uh, also has a penis getting cut off, so that's why we're talking about this week. Normally, we don't talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, not at all. I mean, Varys tried to tell this story like five times. He really so has. I feel like his it. is slightly more awkward than ours, which is saying, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so before we get into the specifics of the ball and the peen cutting, what did you guys think of this episode? Loved it. Did I like it better than last week's? I don't know. Man, this I, is a good episode again, you guys. This season has been awesome. Been excellent. I, yeah. I would I'm putting this season ahead of two right now. Well, two kind of stunk, so yeah. Oh, what? I don't know if I'd say that. I think when you watch two back to back to back, it's not that bad, but then okay. when you realize each individual moment, you're like, oh, oh boy. Yeah. Um, so a thing about me in, in my personal life is that sometimes I, I take on people's stresses too much yeah. and I get like real weird empathy. So I feel like when I was watching this episode, I was like, oh, no, people who haven't read the books, are they going to be really confused right now? And I feel like it like was distracting me and I wasn't just like watching it as like, who cares yeah. about them? Yeah, just watch it. I constantly it, wonder like people that don't read the books and don't listen to us. Like, do they have any idea what's going on? Probably not. Because well, like, we've mentioned our friend Bobby several times. Oh, poor Bobby. Bobby was the cutest person ever watching this yeah. show. One, yeah. he's, he can't follow it very well regardless. <laughs> and when you add on the fact that like there's things that we're confused about, we're like, that guy's either Vargo or Locke or no one. <laughs> Who knows Anyways. what's happening? There's a part, we can't really talk about it now, but we'll talk about it in the spoiler section. That just maybe feels very sorry for Bobby, but also want to just like cup his little cheeks and be like, oh, you're so cute. He's like, what, what? Well, so a little like spoiler for what happened with him is at the beginning of the episode, he said that he wanted to be best friends with the guy that was helping Theon. <laughs> and then by the end of it, he was like, what's happening? <laughs> and then he's like, wait, why, why did he do that? He was so upset. Yeah, it was it's so like, really we can't tell you. Uh, honestly, like after this week's like final scene, I think we should go back and re-record all the episodes for the previous Game of Thrones episode because now they're all horrible compared to that. <laughs> This is a piece of shit, and I hate it. Everything else is a piece of shit compared to that last scene. Yeah. No, that last scene was like, 
Like I, I, there have been like a few like really great scenes in the book that I've mm-hmm. been very disappointed in when they were, you know, interpreted on TV. That was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. Also, Honestly, it's like on it was the a... most awesome animated GIF of. No, God. Oh yeah, the so deal many. with it. Oh, so good. Can I pause and just say I'm done with the deal with it gift? Get no, I'm, I'm just I'm getting not. started. <laughs> deal with it is an it's an old timey gift. Yeah. I like it's around for a while. Well, I like when they replace it with "fuck bitches get paid." Or <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I like it. I like it when you when the glasses are unexpected, like you don't know where they're gonna come from, or <laughs> they come from like a different, like not straight down. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good that's way. Good. You know that that ending scene, a um, little over the top, but it was worth it. Oh, so worth it. I don't know if it was even that over the top. Well, just the line of fire floating <laughs> behind her. That was dope. There was one dragon there. Oh no, I guess the other ones did show up, but yeah, they were around. But that was one dragon doing that. Drogon <laughs> is like the strongest dragon. Though. Yeah, but he's like, I'm, I don't know. He's, he's like the size dragon. He's yeah, the size he's... of like a large dog right now. Yeah. With like what are those like what are the big big dogs? He's like the size of a British mountain dog. I don't know. Like he was probably the size of a golden retriever. Yeah, and then when more than a golden retriever. And then yeah. when you put him out, he's probably the size of three so golden retrievers. Think about wings. the fact if that if he produced all that flame when he gets actually big, he'll be able I mean, to like melt giant castles. Just like, like Heron Hall. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Anyway. So we, let's not get too too specific in this little intro yeah. section. Um, is there anything else we wanted to talk about the the overall episode as a whole? Um, I when so again, I when the show is over, I go and read lots of different reviews to try to get you know things that I wouldn't have thought of. And again, Charlie Jane Anders and Io Nine pointed out like her, the theme for this episode is mutilation and revenge, mm-hmm. and it was I thought that was very accurate. Yeah. I also feel like daddy issues is a big. Mm. Uh, well, that's like the, Under, the theme of the show. The show is very or much the series. Is, well, I think I would say thus far, anyway, the theme of like Game of Thrones in general, revenge is huge. Oh yeah, I yeah. think that's a big, big thing. But this episode, revenge, mutilation, daddy issues, big for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's game always a fun daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, man. It's always a fun game to play at home. Is what is this episode about? I was like, ah, got it, got it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so speaking of revenge and mutilation, the very first scene we open on. Is with Jamie and Brienne. Mm-hmm. Jamie's got a hand necklace. Yeah. This, oh. We don't just open on them. We just open on a hand. Ugh. Is it just dangling from someone's arm on a horse? No. It's around it's his around neck. neck. Yeah, there's like- a lot of moments that I was not too sure how they were going to do it in the show. What with, I don't know, like, how they, how are they setting up Jamie? Are they going to skip this weird little point? But nope. They, I love when they decide to do the exact same thing as the books, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yep, let's have his rotting hand around, like real close to his face." Question: his How did they have it like strong on the string? It was like a nail through it. Did it you was like a nail, I like could, a Jesus. Oh, like a Jesus. It was pierced oh. for our sins. I like was oh. so like focused on the hand itself that I like, wasn't even noticing like how it was hanging on. It was a good looking hand. And then say. later, I was like, "How was that?" Uh, um, but Jamie is obviously not doing super well because he just got his hand chopped off, and there's, you know, this is like a Middle Ages type yeah, situation. Infections and stuff are usually a pretty big deal. Yeah. In this do world. you think they? Do you think they just cauterized the wound? No. Maybe. I bet they didn't even. Do, well, they had to have done something because well, like they showed out, a, right? ra- a wrap around it that wasn't too crazy bloody. I wonder mm-hmm. if they did cauterize it at all because I mean he would have bled out if they I didn't have do. A feeling that he's going to have some problems with that hand. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't. I can't imagine they like really. Especially when he falls off his horse into a big pile of. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that was pretty great, huh? I feel like when I saw that, I was like, "Oh no, the mud!" And then I was like, "Wait, there's there's so many things." Gotta be some poop in that too. (laughs) Has to be. And he, I mean, they have poop in that mud. I'll I'll be. Um, Jamie's. I mean, I guess he's like passing out and like feverish because of he's pulling the Drogo. He's really pulling a Drogo right now. Is he though? Is he, or is he just trying to distract them? Uh, I think he's pulling a Drogo. I think he, I think he was and not doing I think doing he, well. he pulled a Drogo, and then when he was on the ground, he was like, I but... need to show how cool I am. Yeah, and then he's I'm like, still a man of fight. Yeah, but then he's like, wait a second. Yeah. I'm bad at this. And all these bros who are like, you know, nothing compared to him back in the day. Right. He, he, mm-hmm. he tries well, to he, lefty fight him, and he doesn't do so well. Well, yeah. he, there are a lot of them. Oh, also, he, he has a horse pee-pee in his belly. Right. Okay. Well, Can we talk about have, this? Does, does, that, does the horse pee-pee happen first or after he fights? It's before. It's before. I, yeah. Okay. He, that, okay, so he like he's like, oh, I need water. If you don't give me water, I'll die. And he gives them the water, and he drinks it for a while. And then he's like, oh, never seen anyone to eat, drink horse pee that fast. Is it really horse pee? Was he like standing under a horse while it was peeing? Like, must have been because he barfs it up. How long does he have that horse pee in that like canteen? Yeah. I don't understand. There's right. a lot of logistical issues here. We can all well, agree. Tell me what are, what kind of dirty shit are you into? That you just have like a canteen of horse pee. Guys, I'm sure what happened was these bros were like, we're gonna pull an old fast one on the Kingslayer, mm-hmm. and then they had Reggie go over to the horse <laughs> and collect the pee. Right. Somehow. I don't know. I wonder how that would go. That, he could pee all over his hands. Yeah, I honest, exactly. And get all of his gloves and stuff. I, I thought of it like, you know, like you give like your friend a drink and you're like, oh, I I peed in it. And like, did you really? Like, no. Oh. But he just that. He, he literally barfs it up. Like, you can see yeah. him barf it up. He's yeah. very dehydrated. If you drink a bunch of water that fast, you'd probably barf it up too. I bet it's pee. You're saying that Jamie's really gullible. No, I'm saying even if it is pee, it's probably better than nothing. I feel That's, like he would have known it was pee before he drank a half a gallon of it. No, because well, yeah. well, he's like all like feverish and like probably like having hallucinations and shit. Maybe it's like when you burn your hand, you don't feel the pain immediately. He didn't taste know. it. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what happened. I've never drank horse pee. I don't know what it tastes like. Also, well, like the water back pee. then, like they had very limited access to Brita filters. So it. <laughs> Most of the water probably tasted bad, too. Oh, they had, like, the bubble filters on their canteens. Yeah, like, All only right. the people at King's Landing had Brita filters. Yeah. Guys, I'm going to roll a D4, and whichever number comes up, one of us is going to have to not drink something for two days and then attempt to drink a canteen full of horse pee. I don't like this plan. Wait. It's Where for do I the find show. A- Where do I find a horse? What kind of horse? Another horse store. Can it be, like, a, a small horse? It has to be a destrier. <laughs> it has to be a little Sebastian. It has to be a destrier. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be a destrier. A big horse with a bunch of pee. I don't want. Oh, really nice. good, right? Anyway, he yeah, gets okay. up. Someone's gonna drink Do pee. It. I'm no. number one. I call them. I don't have a D4. Oh, you. I do. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's number one. It really did go up once, Nick. It, you had to I didn't it. hear a roll. I didn't hear a roll at all. It happened. Whatever. Okay, Nick. I feel like they're colluding. No colluding. <laughs> no way. Anyway, so. Jamie tries to fight with his left hand, but he's all like feverish and not doing well. And there's like a bunch of those. Dudes. Yeah, and they keep kicking him in the butt and stuff when he turns yeah. around. <laughs> Jamie, uh, not Jamie, Brienne like hops off off her horse with her hands all tied up, like she's gonna do something. But like, it looks like so she's weird. about to get out of her ropes because I mean they're just kind of like lazily over her shoulders. 
Yeah. I feel like she get out. She could get out if she wanted. I felt to. like both her and the hound weren't tied up very well. <laughs> These people need they needed like lessons and rope tying. They need to go to the Boy Scouts or like Christian Church Camp. I, think I don't think they have there. those in Westeros. They need it. That's the problem. That's why I have so many lawlessness. Mm. Yeah, they don't have Christian morals. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that doesn't go well. Um, Jamie ends up back in the mud, and then uh, Cargo Goat and or Locke. Uh, says to him, knock that shit off or I'll cut off your other hand. That would be really unfortunate for Jamie. Yeah, then he couldn't even fight Lefty. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Lefty's not great, but it's better than You'd have to fight with his feet, I suppose. You'd have to learn to never never mind you guys. Just don't. I almost Uh, said something naughty. So so can we talk about, like, Jamie? Like, like, he, he could be dying and whatever. But he's also like kind of dead on the inside just because he's lost his ability to fight. Mm-hmm. And right. yeah. we get this scene with Brienne and Jamie talking, and it, and and Brienne explains like, yeah, this is the first time you've had like a really shitty experience in your whole fucking life, and now you're being a giant pussy. Well, gen- no gendered insults. I mean, that's yeah, but, but to be fair, actually, I think Brienne would say that. <laughs> No, she called him. I thought she did call him a pussy. Okay, no. Okay, so so first, okay, let's step back for a second. First of all, Brienne is like Jamie. You need to eat. You need to eat right now, so you live. And he's all like, "I was my sword hand. I'm so sad." And then this is the quote from it: "You have a taste, a taste of the real world, where people have important things taken from them, and you whine and cry and quit. You sound like a bloody woman." And. When she said that, I like had a little. Oh my god! I can't believe you said that, Brienne. So unfeminine. So so unfeminist of you. But then I thought back to the last episode when they're having their little discussion of like how much it sucks to be a lady, and Brienne's like, "You wouldn't fight if they tried to rape you," and he's like, "I would fight and I'd die, but I'm not mm-hmm. a woman. Thank God." So she knows that like that will get under his skin. And also, right. like to be honest, Brienne probably does have like some contempt for like normal ladies because she's like a very manly right. well, lady. I think what she considers like a you know feminine weakness of yeah yeah because she's all. Like, and I, and I feel like we should cut Brienne some slack in you know not being a perfect feminist because you know she lives in like crazy Westeros and I yeah. bet they don't even know what a feminist is. So she's essentially you know, like a knight. She's doing what she can. And, and, and the main point is that she's trying to like shock Jamie and be like, "Wake the fuck up! Stop feeling sorry for yourself and like mm-hmm. try to actually live, please." Yeah. And it's really interesting, like seeing these two because when they when Jamie was Brienne's captive, like they had like a weird like I don't know. Anta- I mean, they, it wasn't weird. They had an antagonism toward each other, which made right. sense. But now that they're captives together, mm-hmm. they have a connection that I don't know. Right. Like, they share a bond. They're both they in do. bondage. They, they both care about each other, but I think they both don't know why. Right. And, they, and basically, yeah. like, she acknowledges, like, hey, why did you help me? Yeah. And he oh, has yeah. literally no answer for it. Like, <laughs> we find out that the Sapphire Islands are Sapphire Islands because of the blue waters. Right. Not it is not a rich place. Yeah. yeah. Not, not an island made out of sapphires. Not at all. And Jamie obviously knows this, and right. he lied to save her. And she, I mean, she, and, I think she's really surprised because she's like, this is the Kingslayer. He's bad, but he did a really nice thing for me. What's do, up we, do we think that he still would have had his hand cut off even if he hadn't been meddling in the raping affairs? I think, well, I think it was more, like, after all that. 
I think it's because he pushed his luck and was all like, let me loose and uh, give yeah. me dinner. Right. I don't know. But also he was like kind of like talking down to yeah. a lot to like be yeah. like, do you know what this word means? And I think that pissed him off. And I bet he was annoying for other parts of the journey, not just that one little scene. I mean, Jamie is a rich guy who's like never like pretty much never had anything hard happen to him in his life. I uh-huh. think he's very sheltered. Um I mean, uh, yes, he's, like, been in battle and stuff, but he's never lived, like, a poor person. Right. So I, I think he, I'm sure he has a way about him that is kind of grating to the peasants. <laughs> and I think that's pretty much what we see happen with Locke, and that's why. But, I mean, I don't know, maybe if he hadn't intervened, maybe they would have left him alone. So right. maybe there's some of that. So maybe Brian right. feels a little guilty, too. Yeah. But she also, I mean... And- she, you know, she tries to, she gives him this pep talk and gets him to eat. And he does eat. Yeah. So she also, she kind of needs him too, because I think her, her story kind of would fall apart pretty quick without him. Yeah. It's just, she'd be all by herself. In mm-hmm. that. Well, she's also yeah. still honor bound to get him to King's True. Landing somehow. Yeah. And exactly. I don't think she's not giving up on that because she's Brienne. Brienne. Right. Yeah, she's. I think Brienne might be like the second most honorable person in Westeros, like next to like Ned Stark, who's dead. So maybe the most honorable person. So right. have we discussed that these are Bolton men? Um, I don't. I think we mentioned it. We mentioned it because they had this. Yeah. Their when sigil. they first caught, yeah, when they first caught them, they had. Yes, yeah, so yeah, these are Bolton men, and they're uh, presumably taking them to Heron Hall. Yeah, I would. I, I would guess they're taking. Presumably. Them to yeah. So, um, where Arya uh, escaped from? Just so, right. it, so people know, like what's going on, like where they're traveling to. That that's what's going on with them. I feel like everyone is like in the same general area, but like not connecting with each other. Yeah, this is one of the main air like times in the series when people are like really close, but not but overlapping not. somehow. Everyone's real. Most people are in the Riverlands right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where a lot of the the battles are happening. Correct. But the Riverlands are like. A hot mess. I mean, Theon and Co. are way up north, but, you know. It's weird because we never actually get to see, I mean, in the book and in the show, we never see, like, all these battles going on. We just get, like, secondhand evidence. So you yeah. kind of get um, you kind of get um, blinded to, like, what's going on. You just think, like, oh, there's just a bunch of people walking around the woods. But, like, go, like, you know, a couple miles either direction and there might be a giant battle right. at any one time. So... You know, exactly. don't forget that. Yeah. Should we move on to King's Landing? Yeah. I would love to. Where the majority, well, a lot of things happen in King's Landing this episode in different parts mm-hmm. of the city. So Let's, we, we finally get Varys' story. Yeah. Man, which they really have been building that up for three seasons. <laughs> I think I, he's mentioned it at least twice before. Yeah. Definitely once. Yeah. And he was close to, but then it was like, oh, I guess we'll have to go fight the battle. Oh, yeah. I forgot now. about that. Yeah, so it's like um, he's he's undoing this box the whole time, and it, on the side it says "Fragile." Yeah, <laughs> is it really? Uh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! I was like, oh, that would have been cool. There was they a leg. Ruined in it. it. Yeah. Oh, there was a leg. <laughs> At least it's a one. Major reward, you guys. Yeah, I know. When I was watching this, I was like, "What the fuck is it with that box?" Yeah. Like that box. I mean, yeah, they don't. I don't feel like the show like. I don't know, does things like that lightly. So I'm like, man, something's up with this. Right. And this right is now. that standard, you know, thing that spawned sex position where this is someone's just fucking with something. Yeah. And you're like, what's happening there? It's like, oh, this is his magic box full of person. Yeah. <laughs> this is his Amazon order. Exactly. Right. Oh. So did he just get this or is this box just, just hangs around all the time? 
in his quarters. That seems like he just got it because he was opening it. Yeah. Like, like peeking inside. Like, what's in here? And he obviously wants Tyrion to know what it is because he, he opens know, it he keeps in front opening of him? it. Yeah. So before this scene happened, do you think he sent a servant over to Tyrion? He's like, tell Tyrion, I just got a new present. <laughs> Don't tell him what it is. I want to open in front of him. Do you think he's like, he, you know, he got the box and then he's like, Got his like the pro- plier, uh, the the crowbar, like in it, like waiting for Tyrion to walk oh, in, yeah. and then he's like, "Oh, here, uh, yep, just opening this box casually." He was opening the box for probably like a good hour and a half. Yeah, he was taking his time. He's like, "Oh, hey." Anyway, let us step back a second, explain what the shit is going on. Barry's. Well, does Tyrion come to Barry's like of his own flesh, or does he get called there? Yeah. It doesn't matter. I think he goes to him just because. Tyrion, well, Tyrion, Tyrion's... Oh, no, Tyrion goes to him because he wants to see if Varys knows, why my sister trying to kill well, me? Well, he wants help, and he wants help he in wants getting revenge. So, at this point, Varys is like, finally, I can tell my story about revenge. I'll help you with your sister, but you have to listen to what happened to my balls. <laughs> Tyrion's like, why is this relevant? But Varys was um, an orphan. And he worked with like a traveling, like what was it, like a circuit, like a mummer like show, a mummer show, yeah. show, which is basically uh, a traveling circusy kind circus of circus type situation. Um, and his master sells him to a wizard band mm-hmm. for, I guess, a decent amount of money. Wait, and um, wiz- hold on, book or yeah. otherwise? Do we learn what he does in the traveling show? Yeah, there was like they do plays. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, just, yeah. I guess he's just he's a thespian. Yeah, he's yeah. a thespian. He's a mummer. Which makes sense because he's really good at it still. But yep. anyway. Okay, go on. Sorry. Um, so he sells him to this wizard man, and the wizard man gives him a potion so that he can't move at all, but he still feels everything. And right. while Varys is like completely paralyzed, mm-hmm. he takes off his penis and balls and burns them in a fire and uses it to communicate with some sort of a demon, spirit, god, who knows what. Who, which we heard from from the beginning of the, the very they, Yes, there was an excerpt at the very beginning of the podcast from the cock and balls demon. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Barry talks about how he he really did hear a voice come out of the fire. And he has, like, nightmares about it. Right. And yeah, and of all this this horrible thing where this guy came and, and paralyzed him and cut his balls off, the thing that terrifies him is his voice from the fire. Right. It, and so yeah, now he hates magic. I think this whole speech is almost I lifted almost directly from the book. Yeah. 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 I mean, it sounds super familiar, so I, I assume it is, or it's very close. It is. And, Except for the part with the box. Right. Yeah, that's the just, box that's out of left field. Like I have no idea where that came from. I kind of love it though because I was not a fan of the box. Cuz here's the thing though, like the books haven't addressed his um his ball stealer. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I just feel like they don't it, need to address the exactly. ball stealer. You don't need to okay. give, like a well, th- This just thing. means that they never will in the books. Yeah. It, I, probably. It's probably I, Jack and Hagar in there. He, no. Now, Cereal? here's here's my reason for liking this scene. I think that a lot of times, because Barry's is kind of like, oh, I like my perfumes and my fancy clothes. And, like, I don't think people are scared enough of Barry's. I get behind that. And I think that this was the scene to be like, this is not a man to be fucked with. Yeah. He right. has been waiting. Because that's that's what this is setting up. They're like, if you want revenge, you need to be patient. Yeah. You're and they did that, wait. like, not-so-subtle camera work where he's, like, putting on his... Uh, perfume in the mirror and it's like slowly panning down yet showing his bald angry face rise in the mirror he's like now i'm 
the master of secrets in King's Landing. Exactly. And he's been doing it for a while. For years and years. They, I mean, never mind. And he talks to Tyrion about how, it, you know, if you want revenge, you need influence. Influence grows like a weed, but you also have to be patient. Um, and I think all this theme is showing is that Barry's, he does have, he, he has a plan and he will wait for it. And also he is scary and he will fuck you up. Yeah. Even though he looks fancy. It's almost <laughs> like some of the scenes they've threw in last season that like, why is Roz here? It's like, oh, to let you know that Littlefinger is not yeah. a, a good feller. Yeah. And he has a conversation with Tyrion about Littlefinger here too, right? Is this where, or no, wait. Uh, that's, nope, that's, that's later. Roz. That's later. Never mind. That's with um, the Queen lady. Of Thrones. Yeah. Queen of Thrones. Queen, Queen of Thorns. Yeah. Queen of Thorns, yeah. But I think that's, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of it for that scene with Varys. I don't know. That dude yeah. looked messed up in that box, yo. He had his lips sewn together and he looked very scared. Is that what was happening? I yeah, think he just had a, a rag around his No, face. he had his lips sewn together. That's. Exactly. That's it's really like fucked. Really gross. Um, Gary's just, a scary man. Does anybody else, I mean, I don't know who else is going to know this. Think that Varys looks like Tycho from Penny Arcade. I get behind that. I don't know why he looks like. He's the the one that looks like Varys. They're both chubby and bald. I got that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he also looks like Cousin Fester. I guess I don't know. I get behind that. Anyone that's bald. Just yeah. Anybody. anybody that's bald. That's Varys. Sure. Oh, I see. I see it now. I would agree with that. He looks like Bull from Night Court. <laughs> he looks like an egg. He looks like egg. <laughs> Um, so then, I guess next we're going to talk about Varys and Roz. Like two seconds. Discussion. Oh, and the stupid Guys, pod the sex god thing. Remember when I told you there's no good way that they're going to like call back to the pod scene? Everyone yeah. owes me $10,000. Yeah. I was really hopeful. Wait, like, I, somebody... thought you were, I thought you were saying they were not going to reference it again. No, I said there'd be no good way. And it, it wasn't good. I think so. <laughs> no, got it. Listeners, pod if that's is... not true, don't, don't, don't tell me. Like, a lot of you guys, guys. apparently, like, you guys, uh, several people were like, no way, Tyrion, like, had paid ahead of time and still, like, stroke his ego. And I'm like, absolutely, that had to be what happened. Like, that makes sense. Awesome. I like it. I was like, guys, this this show's pretty fucking dumb. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, like, the more, like, this scene made me think that Littlefinger paid the the prostitutes to do it. Because um, when they're like, oh, wasn't Littlefinger upset about the money and he wasn't? That makes me think Littlefinger did it. Guys. Stop wasting your brain power. It, this is a, it's a throwaway couple <sighs> minutes to make you laugh. I think you that must be this is Jar Jar Martin going to the writers and being like, "Hey, in in a in Winds of Winter, I have this thing about Pod being a sex god. I need you to start playing that." <laughs> oh my now. god, do it! This ever is steadily. Game of Thrones creature. Now I believe about that. That's <laughs> what you're telling me. Ugh, I don't. Whatever. This is dumb. It, I hate all, it. All everything comes back to Pod's. Wang. Guys, uh, I, I love Pod, um, but this is dumb. I like Pod, but not for, they're trying to like, I feel like they're trying to force the audience to like Pod because yeah. the book people like Pod. I'm like, we don't like him because he's weird sexy. We like him because he's awkward and like sweet. Like yeah, he's nice. He's a nice guy. He's a nice little dude and he's They'll good at fighting. Good at sex and young. And it's Our weird. fans are stupid. I'm like, okay, yeah, that yeah. sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, we're pretty dumb. I agree dumb. with that. I'm in it. Anyway, the, the, whole, the only, like, really important thing about this section are, like, Varys and Roz are, like, chilling. And they're talking about mm-hmm. how Littlefinger's going to the Vale. Right. And Roz, I guess, is essentially uh, Littlefinger's secretary right now. Yeah. And she knows all of his shit. And she knows... Secretary. Hey, but she doesn't do that anymore. She's a no, she actually even said that 
She's not. She yeah, hasn't had former sex. Former profession. Former yeah, exactly. secretary. Is she kind of like the Joan on the show? But Joan was never oh. a prostitute. I feel like she's oh. redheaded and from, buxom and knows what's up. This is Jennifer mentioning one character from another TV show because she's watching it, assuming that you know every character. I actually have no idea what she's saying. I don't know what's oh. happening. She's mentioning the Mad Men. I'm mentioning uh, a, okay. ma- a mad woman. We don't talk about Mad Men. It is sexist filth. <laughs> Unlike Game of Thrones. Yeah, they Unlike smoke too much in that show. Anyway, so... Roz knows has noticed that Littlefinger is bringing two feather beds on the boat, and right. she's like, "Look, we all know Littlefinger is a piece of shit, and yeah. he would not get a like another feather bed for any like he get one for himself because he loves himself, and then who else would he get that for? Sansa. Right. That's like, well, and yeah, then he mentions like, "Oh, is it for one of his girls?" And she's like, "No, because he isn't interested in that, right? Or or he could just have his girl in his bed. I don't know. Yeah, well, she makes it sound like." If he owned a whorehouse, he would probably uh, sample his wares from time to time. <laughs> I was going to say that. Same but he doesn't, as from what it makes it sound. From yeah. what Roz says, she, he doesn't do too much sex. It's like yeah. not, you can't use your own drugs. Same, same principle. I've always said that. Yeah. I'm hoping that's what it is. But in season one, I believe he made it sound like the way that he wants to win the Game of Thrones is to by fucking everyone else. So he's like... He's not into um, physical sex. He's more into like the mind, power, mind, mind sex, mind <laughs> sex, mind fucking. But no, he his he gets off on winning against these huge houses. Yeah, because he's like from just like Beerus is like from nothing. Littlefinger also is from nothing. Like, right, he's and from this like no name house, and has risen extremely high in the ranks. Like I mean, he's know, on, King's Landing is just a meritocracy. Exactly. Oh, it is. It's like America. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, terrible. You know what? Riots. I, I, who who mentions that uh, little finger? You know, he started with no armies, uh, no nothing. That's that very is when he's talking to Lady Olena. Yeah. Man, very anyway. good episode. So yeah, Littlefinger has nothing, but you know what? It kind of. I wonder if it gives Littlefinger more drive to succeed than the nobles do, because a lot of the people like highborn. Like, they've always had it. They have no, like, drive to, like, get anything else. They just want to, like, keep their place. Oh, that's exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Littlefinger is extremely, extremely voted. Right, because his people come from Bravos, and they just started with, like, almost nothing. That's why he made his own little uh, mockingbird. And, and the sigil. thing is, like, with Littlefinger, like, all, all the other, like, major houses, like, they have their own, like, alliances and whatever. And, like, the only game that Littlefinger, like, he's not trying to, like, necessarily make alliances with other houses. He wants to help him. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. So that, I feel like that makes him a lot more scary um, than everyone I, else. I don't remember if they mention it in the show, but essentially when Tyrion learns kind of, like, about how Littlefinger sets up the money in King's Landing, I believe in book two, when, he, when Tyrion's hand... Basically, it goes to show that Littlefinger has put his people all over the place. Like, he spread them deep. Yep. So he has mm-hmm. such a control over the money and over all sorts of, like, smaller stuff. Like, in the show, they talk about him having tons of, like, whorehouses. Yeah. Where, like, all the other big houses are all about, I don't know what, <laughs> I guess, farming and just having nice Wine parties and, and stuff like, like that. and, like, silks and who it's knows kind what of a- it's kind of like a, a, a gangster mob kind of thing, you know. Exactly. Yeah. He he deal like he deals in the illicit things that everybody wants, but nobody everybody is ashamed to deal right. you know to deal in, yeah. and that gives him the most power, just like any society. And you He's know what? Also, 
Go ahead. He's the one that would just like today's mafia would like take control over like garbage collection. Yeah. Where they'd be like, you couldn't figure like a Tyrell doing that. Yeah. It would be like, no, I'm going to take over garbage collection because there's money for it and no one else wants it and I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then go get other things. I'm glad that Littlefinger is no longer pop up Littlefinger. Just like yeah. pop scenes explaining random things uh-huh. that the I, audience. I feel like this varies this season. Varies is well, or at least in this episode, varies is like all. They were much place. better about it because they're not trying to say, uh, set up as much backstory. So Wait. it's much less like ham fisted and much more. But yeah. you know what? You know what, Jennifer, that varies being that role of filling in information makes sense because that is his role. That's he is his job. Mm-hmm. Gatherer. It's like, oh, I don't know if you've heard. This yeah, that's person like, likes this. Yeah, that's like his whole yeah. point <laughs> of being on the console. Do you guys want to talk about um, Joff and Marjorie and their little field trip? Ooh. Nope. Next. Yeah. That creepy kid. <laughs> yeah. Deal. Guys, great. is anyone else as mad as I am? Why would Bright Flames, Ashes being King's Landing? That doesn't make yeah, any sense. He was over they in, they bring uh, him back? He was over yeah. on the other side of the sea, right? Yeah, yeah. that's where he drank the, the wildfire. Yeah. Guys, he, it, if you read Duncan Egg, you would have known about this. But if you haven't, too bad. Um, <laughs> maybe it's like a like ceremonial thing where they brought back like an urn filled with sand or something. <laughs> like we found like maybe his ashes? I wait, did he, wait I thought he just drank the wildfire. Did he catch on fire? Like, did he, he drink it while it was lit? I assume that he drank and was poisoned, but that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, and, he, and then they let him on fire, and he exploded. He probably would have burned real fire. good. Yeah, <laughs> could you imagine oh, that worse. cremating him? He just like explodes. <laughs> like, we should have saw that coming. Like his cremation killed like three people. Yeah. <laughs> right, we made a mistake. But Joffrey and Marjorie, I guess, are walking around, and Marjorie's doing. This, this is like the great best. sept that they're in. Yeah, being like, this is where we're gonna have our. Exactly. And Marjorie's doing what she does best, which was pretend to care about whatever anyone else is saying. Mm-hmm. And Joffrey's doing his favorite thing, top, talking about people dying. <laughs> yeah. And then she, she, like, he points out, like, oh, look, her, his bones are down in this well. And she's looks kinda, she looks kind of disgusted. And then she, he looks at her and she's like, like, has this, like, wicked smile, like, oh, yeah. I love to and, like, see bones seriously, there. the kid who plays Joffrey is doing such a good job because he is, like, giddy with excitement talking about these fucking dead people. Yeah, um, he does a really good job of not appearing, like, accidentally dumb. And then when he has to be like, yes, that's something I would do. I would be okay with going outside to say mm-hmm. hello to people. I'm not stupid. Yeah. I, I don't know. This is kind of old, but I, I read it on Reddit the other day. Um, George R. R. Martin, during the first season, sent a letter to... Um, what is that actor's name? Joffrey. Jack, Jack Gleason. Jack Gleason. He sent a letter to him saying, uh, congratulations on your performance. Everyone hates you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. He's doing, doing such a good job. job. Like, Yeah. Did I talk about a couple weeks ago how this kid apparently wants to like study yes, Hebrew? It's Sorry. interesting. It was very, no, whatever. It's extremely no, You talk about it every week. I thought he wanted I, to do ancient <laughs> birthing practices. Oh, no. That's what I studied in graduate school. Ancient practice. Yeah, it was now. Alligators. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> also, while this is going on, Lady Olena and Cersei are essentially being like, men are stupid. <laughs> yeah, they really are. It's yeah. pretty great. Cersei like, and- kind of likes uh, Lady Olena. Yeah. She's her mind, and uh, she's like, you know, women, strong women, yeah. But do you think that, okay, this is something that was brought up in one of the recaps I was reading. Do you think that Lady Olena is... Do is she just really just speaking her mind and being like crushy old lady, or is she like playing to Cersei? She because is so sneaky, I think. 
I think she, she thinks is, Sweet Pea's sticky. But she said has said she's talked shit about her husband and her son. That's ton, true. Enough time. So maybe it was just convenient, and it happens to fit. And also, she really means it. Oh yeah, playing to like strong women power to Cersei's a good move. Yeah, the even better know how to play the game. Yeah, like and they're good at playing people. I mean, like, both. I don't know, like, Marjorie's mom. I don't think we've seen her at all, so I don't know what her deal is. Well, she's not, like, technically Tyrell, I guess. But Marjorie and Lady Olena are really good at manipulating people. Like, yeah. just, like, the best at it. Um, I, so, yeah. yeah I, it's pretty clear even, where Marjorie learned it from. Uh, right. Yeah. And in the book, the mom and the dad are in their – they are movers and shakers – but they're never really described as being particularly good at it. Yeah. So I guess they're just like, get rid of them. But actually, they get rid of a lot of Tyrells in the show, which is totally fine. There's like, but there's, in the book, there's so many Tyrells. Like, they're yeah. just like always hanging out. There's like they're 15 sprouting. girl cousins that are always like hanging around giggling together. And... Yeah, there's only like two in the show here. Yeah, yeah there's that's... three sons. There's Loras, his two brothers. Garth, the gross. <laughs> Garth. Um... <laughs> I have a cousin. Best thing. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is when Cersei like notices for the first time that Marjorie can control Joffrey. She's like that bitch. I hate yeah. her. So She's so mad because she can't control him at all. Oh, not even a little bit. But like. Marjorie has manipulated the people into loving her. Yeah. So she's like, hey, Joffrey, let's go out and say hello to the people. And the people are like, yeah, Marjorie, awesome. Yeah, there, I it's guess roughly, like, it's cool that Joffrey's there. I think there. roughly 70 to 75% are cheering for Marjorie. But, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's definitely... There's Joffrey's in there. No, yeah, I there think was that, a couple. I think that people like him because of her. Also, Joffrey oh, yeah. may never have waved at a person ever in his life because he does not seem like that he does That scene what he's was doing. so awkward because yeah. the, the entire crowd is like slowly waving. And he's just like slowly, kind of slowly waving back, but he's like, I don't have people wave. Like, here's a weird question Did people wave back in the day? <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure like, waving is kind of universal. Like, hey, I think that's like a thing. I, yeah. I know that, but, like, the way that pageant people do. Oh, uh, like the pageant wave? I don't know. Maybe. That's probably where it's Guys, this someone, is not historical fact. Do re- do research. Someone do it. Someone tell me about waving. Tell me about ancient pageants. Somebody give me the, the, the leading the future, professor on waving. You know what? You guys laugh, but you know some PhD student somewhere has totally oh, done yeah. a dissertation on this shit. The, I, probably like, I probably know them. <laughs> um, so, oh, also, <laughs> in this scene... Uh, like before uh, Joffrey goes out, he has like he has a lot of terror on his face because he knows the people hate him and he doesn't like want to go see them face to face because you know they might try to hurt him again. Yeah. Remember? As he and, and she he got, like slowly convinces him to go. I think he got a lot of um, praise after the Battle of the Blackwater. I mean, whatever Tyrion didn't get, it was mostly given to Tywin. And then a little bit for him because they mentioned how he was the one that was fighting on the battlements. And he was yeah, in charge yeah, of the, those um, catapult things. Right. Wait. That's in the catapult. Book. Oh, anyway, well, they were trebuchets. Trebuchet. Wait, what is the difference between those again? It's just that they're shaped different. Uh, trebuchet is like a like there's like the 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 arm is connected to like a string and it kind of slings it, mm-hmm. and then the catapult. Usually is like spring loaded and it's oh. the, on tell top. Tell me about of- a scorpion. Mm, I'm I'm no, don't, don't do that. Please don't do that. I'm very interested. Please don't. <laughs> I was going to describe the, the animal, but... Um, oh! So, so Cersei goes to talk to Tywin. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. He is just the worst daddy ever. He's <laughs> so bad. He if hates she, all his children. If she needed a little pick-me-up after speaking with Lady Elena, she went to the wrong Oh, God. Stuff. Why did she do that? You know, like, I don't know, because he was a real dick to Jamie when he was cutting up that deer in season one. He's a dick to all of his children. He hates them all. He hates everyone. Well, Does he like all failures. They're all kind of failures. Jamie could fight. Yeah. And Cersei's not very that, nice. That Jamie was made to take the white by Ares as an insult yeah. to Tywin. Well, but he still couldn't help it. You know. Yeah, but like, on the other hand, he has a son in the Kingsguard. His freaking daughter is like the Queen Regent. Oh, we and can... his son is a Master of Coin. What are you? Oh, you crazy person, you, Tywin. Yeah, he's on, like his kids are doing about as good as they could do. I mean, yeah, and Cersei has her issues. And... I think that his like basically telling all his kids they're not good enough causes all them to be crazy. Oh yeah, true. He yeah. is like the cause of all their neuroses. I think much. the only thing Tywin likes is writing letters. He l- freaking loves uh, writing yeah. letters. And I he love might the... only. Oh, go ahead. So, sorry. He might only like his brother Kevin. Oh yeah, we have, have we even met Kevin? We've met Kevin several times, Jennifer. God, Come I for, back. I don't remember what, what his face looks like. I'm sorry. He hasn't um, been this season. You know what? I I think we need to bring back uh, the writing letters and sealing it with wax thing because that's so cool. Oh yeah. man, one of our friends in college did it. It was it's ridiculously Wait. pretentious. Wow. <laughs> I forgot about that. I pushed it way down, way way down, and now you brought it back. Mm. Yeah. I would do it in an ironic way. Like, I would, like, send a... I would do that, pour the thing, you know, stamp it, put it in the mailbox, and then my roommate or something would get it, and it would be like, please flush the toilet when you're done. (laughs) (laughs) When you shave, get rid of your stuff. Did I tell you guys about my wedding invitations that we Mm -hmm. did that on, and and, but that the stuff all turned to powder in the mail, and that was right after (gasps) the anthrax thing. So people thought we sent them anthrax. It was great. Wow. What happened? Did you get a call from the FBI? No, but like some of my relatives like refused to like open up the <laughs> Did they come? Stuff. Yeah, they came, jerks. Oh my god. <laughs> was it anthrax? Yes, it was anthrax. <laughs> okay. No, it was candle waxy stuff. Wait, so did you guys do it yourself or yeah, like we a did company? It ourselves. Oh, okay. I was gonna say like some company fucked that up. Definitely. No, it was just us, like jerks. Real science. No. Do you still have the little stamp for it? I don't know. Probably. Oh. When I said pretentious, Whoa. I meant it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a wedding invitation. It's a yeah, that's yeah. different. You're I think like to letters to your friends with the wax stamp. Yep, yeah, them. pretty much everything you do in college is accidentally pretentious. Oh, God. Anyways. Let's not talk about yeah, it. I don't know why you would do it for, you know, like everyday shit, but I just think, I don't know. I just want to try it. I just want to press the thing in the wax. Yeah. Well, everyone fun. likes to burn things. So mm. this is like a, a, a classic. You need to burn wax it. and watch it melt, which is yes. great. Yes. Um, so, you know, so we have not even really actually talked about what Cersei and Tywin are talking about. So Cersei comes in and she first is like wanting to check and be like, are you really doing everything you can to help find Jamie?" And Tywin's like, um, duh, yes, of course I am. <laughs> He's the only kid that actually kind of matters. He's like, so yes. what do you think? Well, he goes, I started a war for Tyrion and I hate his guts. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So why, what do you think I'm doing? Um, but I don't think that's really why. I think Cersei knows that Tywin's doing all he can to find Jamie. That's not why she comes to visit him. She basically is like, why aren't you trusting me more with family stuff? I exactly. think it's because I'm a lady. Oh, <laughs> hey, you like, know what? what? Sorry, Tywin started that war for Tyrion, and his war helped nothing. Tyrion got off, got out completely on his own. He did. Mm-hmm. He would have been way better off if he didn't start that war. 
Yeah, but I don't think he could be seen like not trying to get him back. That would have been. Oh bad yeah. Too. Um, but Taiwan is talking to Cersei. And he's like, you know, it's not that you're a woman. I don't trust. Like, I don't put you in my trust because you think you're way smarter than you actually are. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that he she got burned so hard. And it's probably like the most accurate like description of Cersei that there is. I think because that I feel like that sums her up completely. She thinks she's like really clever and smart, but she's really not. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why she always thinks that she should be in charge. She like, should be no, this. No, you're kind of bad at it, actually. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know. I've had some ex-bosses like that. Yeah. Oh, no. But, like, of course, like, I mean, even if it's true, it's still a really mean thing to say to your kid. Yeah. But, you know, Tywin Lannister, he doesn't care. Yeah, he's a little dick. Yeah, he's, like, going to write his letter, going to stamp his stamp, and then yeah. he's going to tell his children they're not as good as they think they are. So and the I'll only, never like, hug you. The only child... Wait, no, he already did dress down Jamie in the first season, so he literally yeah. has, like, yelled at all of his children on do screen. Think, like, do you the think, words. like, after the scene ends and Cersei leaves, he's, like, he, like, turns around and sheds a single tear, like, I hope that motivates her. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's all, like, he's all, like, doing it for, like, the good of his children so they won't Uh-oh. quit trying. The Tywin is a good dad theory. Strong, yeah. but harsh. I we'll think discuss that's that in spoilers. I, that's a crackpot theory. <laughs> it's not real. The everything theory, uh, Tywin does is for the, the greater good of his family. Yeah. Um, I, so, I, so Cersei also brings up that she thinks Marjorie is manipulating Joffrey, and Tywin is basically like, I wish you could do that. Oh, yeah. I think he's, he's, he's glad that someone can control him. Yeah. Yeah, he, but Cersei not only brings up that Marjorie's manipulating Joffrey, but she's like, I don't think Tyrells are so great. I think they're up to some shit. And he's yeah. like, No, you're dumb. As, as stated earlier in the book, there are a lot more Tyrells running around. Yeah. In, in the book, so like they're kind of taken over, or yeah. seemingly they they're just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So then finally we get to the lovely scene with Lady Elena and Varys, which we've talked about like six times. Mm-hmm. By accident, yeah. I think that they, this like matchup right here, like they're both like two such smart, p- clever people, and it's like the like verbal jousting match. It's kind of like the Littlefinger various matches from like earlier on, but exactly. except for like Lady Olin is like cut the crap. Yeah, I already know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, Don't. stop, you know, uh, sucking up to me. And then she says, "What happens when the non-existent bumps against the decrepit?" Oh <laughs> man. Uh, uh, he gets so like he's like so disheartened by that he's like I lose bye yeah I think she yeah. actually wins by doing that but yeah. we do I, get that awesome line with um, Varys where he's essentially like no shit cut, let's cut out the back and forth Littlefinger may be the most dangerous man in all of Westeros yeah. which I love that the show points that out yeah because I don't, I don't know if you really I don't, I don't know that I realize that in the books but once you become aware of it, you're like, oh, yeah. There's so many things that he touches. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird, though, that the, the twist is that Hot Pie is the most dangerous person in the book. Right, right. Littlefinger's number three. Then it's yeah. Hot Pie. Hot Pie, and then that one dog from that one season, and then <laughs> <laughs> A shaggy dog, you mean? Is it shaggy dog? No, it's just a regular-ass dog. Oh, Sad. Ass dog. Hmm. Um, so, wait, what else do they talk about? The, they oh, also kind of, like, hint at setting up a marriage with Sansa. So, Oh, right. yeah. So this brings up the whole concept of, like, Sansa's kind of important right now. Yeah. Because they have no idea where Brandon, Rickon, or Arya are. So right. all that's left of the Stark kids. No, they're under the assumption that, I think they know the kids are dead, Brandon and Rickon, right? 
They're on the assumption Brandon Rankin are dead. Yeah, right. and yeah. they don't know where Arya is, and yeah. so they're yeah. like, "Well, that I, means if I think oh, they but... call Sansa the key to the north." Basically. Yes. yes. Well, yes. even if even if the even if uh, Arya isn't dead, uh, as soon as um, you know, assuming the other boys are dead, as soon as uh, Rob is dead, she is the key. Like right. she right. technically is the heir to Winterfell, even though they could just be like, "Nope." You know, we we take Winterfell from the Starks and give it to somebody else, but then none of the northern houses would follow them. So. Exactly. Right. They right. they they want they need they need Sansa. Yeah. They yeah. need her. And it's an interesting like she is such a little uh, pawn piece to be played as so whichever side chooses, but one big thing is if she depending on who she marries, it definitely secures the fact that if Rob Stark dies, mm-hmm. it's better for you. So it's like yeah. if you if they do want to marry Loras as Marjorie tells Sansa and to uh, Sansa, then it's like, oh, well, the Tyrells have a vested interest in Rob dying. Or mm-hmm. if as long as we keep Sansa alive, she's his tool, the key, the key to the north, which is. Yeah. Sad. For I never thought her. about that. Actually. And the Tyrells are from the, the south, right? Yeah, yes. they are. Not and then the, they want like the whole thing. They go the south. King's Landing, the North. They want it all. Yeah. Hmm. So um, they have a grand conspiracy. Um, so we see we see Sansa and Marjorie talking, having a little girls mm-hmm. girls day out. Right. Oh, and this is where we get the the oatmeal plague, oatmeal face. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought they were talking about something else that comes up later. Yeah, yeah. And then but, it's like, uh, nope, it's the silly joke, girl jokes. Marjorie again, like the thing, the thing for me watching this, I'm like, oh, Marjorie and Sansa, they're friends. But then I'm like, but Marjorie is like super conniving. Exactly. Yeah. So like, it's starting to color every interaction that, she, like, when she does it with Joffrey, I'm okay with it. But when she does it with Sansa, I'm like, stop oh, it, stop. I know. Alone. You viper. Yeah, no, and Sansa has not learned anything, I guess, and it's like, yeah, Marjorie's my friend. She loves me. I'm like, girl, you need to watch all, out. We all have girlfriends like that, you know. She's well, a friend of me. I mean, you're gonna love her when she suggests that you marry Loras. Yeah, this beautiful man in Westeros who also happens to only like other beautiful men in Westeros. <laughs> but Sansa doesn't know that. Yeah, Does, I, what that I don't even like. think it matters to Sansa. She's marrying like a valiant knight. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's, she wants. He's not allowed to marry her though. Why? He's, he's, he's a, a Kingsguard. Kingsguard. He was. Wait, was he? Ri- what? Wait, is he yeah, Joffrey's fucking Kingsguard, isn't he? he? At the end of last season, he got made a king. Yeah. Did he? Or they skipped that? Uh, I think he's a Kingsguard. He's definitely a Kingsguard, but they might not have huh. pointed it out at the end of last season. But well, I guess, uh, well, I guess Marjorie can dismiss him if and let him marry if she becomes queen. So you're supposed to be Kingsguard for life, though. Yeah. yeah well, but well, that's old. Uh, Barristan. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm confuzzled by this. Well, no, he's definitely a Kingsguard, and there's several reasons why that's important later. But that confuses my brain. Now. They're the Tyrells. Well, because in in the books, it's a different brother, but they're doing the smart thing and being like, "I don't want to explain." Which actually they could, because all they do in the book is be like, "Oh, it's this guy that hurt his leg." That's never really shown. He just yeah. chills at Hardgarden and like, I don't know, does eats bonbons. I don't know. What, he's actually he's, kind of described he's, as like bookish. I think. Yeah. And yeah, anyway, I can't. I, I think. Can't. Wait, in the book, is it the Tyrell and like they haven't been able to marry him yet for some reason? Well, yeah. he hurt. He hurt his leg. Yeah, but he I like, thought hurt his leg. Like, he didn't get married. Oh, I don't know. 
Well, the, the other two definitely live in Loris's shadow for some reason. Like, well, for several reasons, but it's kind of it's very strange because the middle one is actually pretty gallant. He's the one that is in Renly's armor when they take. Oh the yeah. City. And then the older brother is the one that they just keep at Highgarden to run the affairs. Yeah. Anyway, and he's broken. The whole. I don't know. The whole point is the the Tyrells are trying to get with Sansa and be like, let's forge an alliance. But also, Littlefinger's trying to marry Sansa. Maybe that's what that's what people think anyway. Yeah, that's what very abscond with her at the very least. Exactly. He's yeah. He's taking her away. He's taking Sansa the pawn away. Well, that's the rumor that we have right now. Especially, well, uh, Littlefinger said it. Yeah. He's like, I'll bring you. Yeah, yeah. He like tells Sansa. Okay. Well, that's the plan then. you know. Yeah, guys, I am so sick of this town. Let's get out of here. <laughs> we yeah. have been in here forever. I forget about anything else that happened in this show. What are we going to talk about? How about Arya and the Brotherhood without banners? All that's right. okay. Doctors without borders? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Guys, guess who's there? Guess who's with the Brotherhood without banners? It's Beric Dondarrion. Oh, guys, remember who's, Bar- who's Beric Dondarrion? Yeah, he's oh, been talking in like forever. Is he <laughs> okay. handsome enough? Uh, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, okay, so he was in the first season, and Ned Stark is like, hey, Beric Dondarrion, I need you to go kill the mountain because he's raping and pillaging my towns. And then he was like, got it. I'll go do that and then turn into a different person in season three. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a different actor than it's from season actor. one. But they had to mention him in season one so they could do this. Do you scene. think that guy, the actor from season one's pissed? He's like, yeah, I'm not oh, very good yeah. at all these other things, but well, like, well, you should have thought of that first. My feelings are really hurt. Maybe he, he did get asked and he had to do something else. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Possibly. He's filming something different. Wow, rose colored glasses over here. Yeah, they are. He's probably dead. They're so positive. Oh, oh I try. Um, so, Barrett Dondarian has been. Like uh, he's an interesting person. I don't know how much I can say, but there's lots of rumors about him. And people are like, "I thought that guy was dead." Oh he's no been, way! He's oh, a weird a, eye yeah, it's just an interesting thing. Is that in the book he's mentioned much more? Yeah, he's like in, around in passing. Well, the, the, yeah, because there's all these rumors about um, his gang. Is it the Brotherhood yeah. of Banners without Banners in the book? Yeah. Well, yeah. Originally, I mean, of course, it does start off with him. They just talk about the Lightning Lord, yeah, like, harrying our supply lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's like doing some. He's very Robin Hood esque. Yeah, uh, they're kind of not on any side. They just don't like people like you know mindlessly destroying towns. So yeah, and this like, has been about after a year or so. Of yeah, fighting. they're on the side of like general good mm-hmm, and like right. helping, helping the little man, the hopeless or weak, or, you know, people who don't can't fight for themselves. It's yeah, like the you, A team. Yeah, they yeah. don't like the A team. He he's he was fearlessly loyal to Ned Stark and like but his last mission was to go stop people from like pillaging towns and like after Ned died, he kind of just kept doing it. Right. Yeah. And we're shown thankfully we're shown that scene with Brienne and Jamie last season with the the evil Northmen. Yeah. Know, the the people that strung up the uh, gals who had sex with Lannisters, yeah. and then they implied that they killed one slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're shown that after a while, the kind of good slash bad uh, lines have eroded, where yes. the wolves and the lions have been both committing their um, atrocities. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So who cares who the the good one is or the bad one is at the very top? Yeah. The troops are still like they talk about oftentimes that there'll be a battle, right? 
and it might not be their their major like host. It'll be like a smaller side army or whatever. And then they'll lose. And then instead of like reforming and like joining up with the main group, they just scatter. Yeah. So there's like small brigands of like, oh, yeah. former Northmen or former uh, Lannisters, just like all around. Like it's bleak. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's all chaos. Um, we also find out that Beric Dondarrion has a red priest, and he's taken up the uh, the Lord of Light as his mm-hmm. true religion. Well, the Which red is... priest is our fun guy from last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a ponytail man. Yeah. Um, Thor- his name Thoros. is Thoros Amir. He's the and, same as Melisandre, if that, yes. you didn't make that connection. Which is very interesting. I want him, <laughs> where are his red robes? Uh, well, his, like we kind of mentioned previously, maybe it's a spoiler cast, but that his armor is ever so slightly red, but it's kind of... Or his yeah. chainmail is ever so slightly red, but it's I don't I don't know how painted. clear it was in the show that he is a red priest, <clears throat> but Thoros, the guy with the ponytail, is, and right. he's chilling mm-hmm. with Barrett Dondarrion, who also now right. worships the yeah. the, the fire god. And he has like lore. an eye patch, this gnarly neck scar. Yeah, man. Dondarrion does. Yeah, yeah, Dondarrion. It's does. the best eye patch. It was great. It's a pretty cool eye patch, you guys. Um, so they're bringing the whole point of like this brotherhood that banners thing is they're bringing the hound to Barry Dondarrion, um, and they're like, yeah, we gotta try this dude for a crime. His brother's doing bad things. And the hound's like, uh, I'm not my brother. Yeah, I didn't do those things. I hit my brother too. And he's doing a pretty good job of defending himself. He's like, yeah, he's like, I didn't do that. That was my <laughs> brother. Yeah, um, I was in a different area at the time. Yeah, I was just following orders, and they're all like, oh. Oh, shit. I thought Crap. the exact same thing. Like, well, I hate the Hound too, but is he? He, he never really did anything that bad, except for the killing that kid. Well, that's the yeah. And then Arya pipes up, and he's like, "Did she? He killed my friend Micah." And he's like, "Yeah, I did do that." Which is <laughs> a great job of re- of reminding us subtly. Last episode is like, "Do you remember when you're here last?" Yeah. And he's like, mm-hmm. "No." Um, oh yeah, we got a lot of like because we we didn't know or I didn't know where that area was i think the reason i brought it up like last week where i was like i don't know where they are is because on the first season it didn't really look anything like that it, this area seemed that area seemed more wooded yeah i don't remember well, it, was, I mean, it was just confusing because the book they are at a whole fasty castle kind of place and yeah. in, in the show they did it at an inn so this is yeah. the inn where that happened last time last right season and, and, yeah and in the book this inn is burnt down yeah it's like a, but this, a lot of stuff ha- this is the same inn that Tyrion was captured at it's the single oh. inn in the entire series yeah exactly. there, <laughs> Game of Thrones has two inns and uh, this, this is, is the one. main one um but the hound when, when they're like oh you killed this you know butcher boy and he's like yeah I did because the king told me to do it like or no, that he assaulted do? the king he attacked him right yeah um and which is kind of a good point. Well, it wasn't the king then. It doesn't matter. He assaulted the prince. I'm also a little surprised that the hound was defending himself so much. Yeah. I figured he'd be the one. Like, I, I get it when he was talking about his brother because he hates his brother. And he's like, if you kill me, then I won't be able to kill my brother. But I don't think he wants to die. Yeah, no. I know, but I, I see him more be like, fuck you. Also, but, you know, he, he left you know king's landing he left like the guard he gave all that up like he was trying to just get away from it all yeah and then he gets caught again that's true so the last it's his reputation that's so bad i think down he's just like a swell guy (laughs) i don't know if i go so far as to say that i want to get a beer with him he did kill that that butcher's boy he did kill 
Mike and the Butcher's Boy. Right? You boy. kill one Butcher's Boy. That's all anyone ever talks about. Right. I and feel so, like it's really like, it disturbs me um, how often there are characters in Game of Thrones that I'm like, man, I love that guy. I'm like, yeah, that person killed a child, but I still love them. What's <laughs> wrong with me? I'm a bad person. <laughs> it's, it's a complicated world out it there. It really is. Like, Plus, you I, hate children. No, I don't. I, don't, I, I think hate this them. whole book series might just be an elaborate way for for Jar Jar to tell us that you know. Somebody can kill a kid and still be okay. What what if at the end Jar Jar is like in my in my epilogue, I would just like to say when I was a teenager, I accidentally killed a kid. <laughs> and I hope you will think less of me because the hound became the hero in the end of the series. <laughs> All that being said, prison shouldn't exist. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> or he's trying to Lolita us and be like Look at you, sympathizing with these terrible people. You're all bad people. <laughs> so, oh, God, I am. So basically, um, uh, uh, Beric Dondarian, or Derek Bonbarian, whichever you prefer, um, <laughs> is like, well, we'll see if you're guilty or not. Mm. And the only way we can do that is a trial by combat. Yeah, yeah. The Hound is like, uh, all right, sure. Sweet. <laughs> I love fighting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's where they they end it. No, we end it when Barrack is like, "You'll be fighting me." Okay. Yeah. Then we end it. Yeah. Um. Next part. Let's talk about Bran for like three seconds because not it. a lot happened. Hey guys, guys Bran. Bran had a dream. He dreamed he, he climbed. Mama. He climbed up a tree to see the crow, and his mom was like, "Don't climb! I push you." <laughs> that was a pretty good impression. Yeah. yeah, that's that's how I saw it. And then, oh, and then he wakes up and Jojen creepily He's stares like, at him. Hi. <laughs> well, because Jojen was there. Like we know that Jojen's actually in the dreams. It's not just yeah. like him imagining it there. Yeah. Do you think while they're walking, Jojen's like, "What you dream about?" Mm-hmm. And, and Bran's like, like, "You, you know, know what I dream about." We're there. God, do, stop. Do you it. think Bran ever has like puberty-like dreams, and then oh, he no. turns around and Jojen's there? <laughs> He's like, why are you? No, go away. You're the most important moment, man in the world. One moment of peace. Leave <laughs> me alone. Oh, that would man. be really annoying. And I didn't see Rickon, even though he probably was there. But he I assume he's gone, there. right? He's when still, he ran away, he's, he's gone. Still, yeah, he's still off running around. Oh my God. You think they're gonna replace the Rickon actor when he's, he's like 17 years old? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like in in a uh, Fresh Prince of Welfare. Well, of welfare. <laughs> Wow. I don't know what that means. That is, I, I don't know what it means either, but I think it's super racist. <laughs> you mean, are you talking about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where they replace Aunt Viv? Yeah. Double Aunt Viv? And the, and the, and the kid. Oh, I don't remember the kid. I yeah. remember the aunt. Jesse Jeff makes a joke about it. Oh, no. Yeah. I like that. I like when that happens. In they the break shows. the fourth wall all the time. It's wonderful. Anyways, don't write me letters. Oh, I didn't. Sure. That's an accident. Um. So that's pretty much it, Brand. <laughs> yeah, anything else? That, like, are, do you think they're gonna keep doing these scenes with Brand? Just be like, oh man, what? Do you think they're gonna have uh, Ned come back? How uh, dope! That, I that feel like awesome. they. I feel like they just were like, uh, by the way, Brand's still here. But, yeah, but I think we're like, forget he exists. Yeah, also, so, like, like, it's a great way because like. Uh, you know, to reunite characters, reunite him and his sisters, or re- him and his brothers, and like they can do like all those things. Like none of that's like in the book, by the way. Oh yeah. But but I we like get it, we get to see different actors together. I just like the thinking of the the call sheet where it's like, all right, you know, uh, Bran and Rickon and them are going to be all in Northern Belfast, and Catelyn, you're going to be way down here. But one day, I need you to go climb a tree. 
<laughs> yeah, just go do it by yourself. Yeah. Do you think he actually climbed that tree? They showed some parts of him climbing tree. He's climbing the motherfucker. Yeah, man. Um, hey guys, I like Theon. He's great. I love Theon. Uh, I'm so glad he finally gets away in this episode. Oh no, right? I was really pulling for him. Well, Theon is running around with his new best friend and your <laughs> best friend. Yeah, this this guy who does that have a name? Rando. No name yet. M- Mr. Call no him. Name. Bestie Mick best friend. Oh, Theon. Best. Um Theon is such like a broken soul right now. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, and he's a broken human in that his feet his feet are all messed up and like he got like crushed oh, for that morning star. Oh, like like holes in his feet. Yeah. Wait, did he get hit by the morning star like in the head or in like the shoulder? Let's say shoulder. Okay, because I thought it was his face for a second. I was like, oh damn. Yeah. Um, but he's broken in in body and in spirit. Yes. Um, and, but he's like, yeah, this guy's helping me bring me back to my sister. But he's like trying to like figure out Theon's deal he's like so like hate the Starks right <laughs> fucking hate them <laughs> he, Theon like pours his heart out to this dude like completely yeah. tells him all his business Theon stop it you don't know this guy yeah this guy still hasn't said his name so no. Yara sent me he's like good for me yeah awesome. it's it's somehow like Theon doesn't notice like the big arc they were riding in Mm-mm. because well, they basically they get turned around at some point. Yeah, that's the thing I was thinking about. Do they just go to another place that has an that also has no? This I don't think so. damn room. Yeah, because okay. it has like the cross and all yeah. that. Shit. I don't I don't disagree with you, but I was just curious. To see well, that. also when when uh, Theon was taken there, he was you know unconscious or blindfolded, so he had, he had no idea where he actually was and. I mean, I guess when he left, he saw it, but... But he was probably kind of disoriented. It was also nighttime and stuff when he left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So the the bestie friend guy is talking to Theon, and he's like, yeah, like, I lived on Pike, and I saw when you left that day, like, me and my dad went and watched it. And um, he's just, like, I don't know, he's just, like, trying to, like, gain Theon's trust and get him to talk a lot, which seems to work. (laughs) Because Theon... He's like, oh, when you're when after they left, they like your dad was like upset about what they made him do. It, it was some weird questioning, and then Theon's like, well, what did they do? And he and you know, bestie McBest friend like quickly he's like, oh, well, they, they didn't tell me that part. Like that was the first part. Like you or show watcher should have been like, oh, like, he's lying on? about something. Yeah. He, yeah, for yeah, sure. like they would care if they were taking away Theon. And, but he does like spin this whole story where he's like, I knew like they were taking away Balon Grey to his last son, and then when I found out you were here, I, I couldn't stand it, the thought of that. So that's why I let you go. Is that the idea that this is why he also is trying to explain why he's with whoever he's with right now? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a little. There's there's holes here. There's yeah. some holes in it. If but... Theon was smarter, he probably could have figured it out. Yeah, this doesn't make but... any sense. You're from Stony Shore, yet you're here. What's yeah, like what the shit? Um, <laughs> what is, you're from Stony Shore, and you don't have a Stony Shore accent. That's kind of weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's your favorite soup? <laughs> uh, she crab uh, stew. Uh, they don't make that on Stony Shore. Fool. I hate you. Sto- Stony. Stone I don't know any soup. Stew. Stony Stony chowder. You got luck this time, bestie McBest friend. Doing great. Anyways, I love you. Here's uh, what I'm sad about. 
But no, like the, the guy's like trying to go Theon and being like, Yes, I hated the Starks, and that's why I did this. But Theon's like, No, I just wanted to be one of them. I made one mistake, one tiny little mistake. Of you know, I killing the oh. wrong father. Whoops. Right. And yeah. He does say that that Ned was his father. Like, yeah, he like said that. my real father died in King's Landing. Yeah, that was like, not a yeah. thing that happened in the book, but interesting thing. I and don't it, I don't I think that it totally goes with the book though. I yeah. feel like it I feel like it they're makes... still keeping up with like show Theon's much more interesting than book Theon. Yeah, um, and he also talks about how he didn't he didn't hate Rob. He just was really jealous because like Rob just like was the person that Theon wanted. Yeah, and, and like Rob was never saying I am such the greatest. It's just like that is who was born. To he had no, he had no reason to hate him, so he, like he hated him more yeah. in a way because he's like, then, oh, you're too perfect. And then more importantly than all of that, he's like. Well, why did you, you know, do what you did? Why did you kill those kids? Or why did you kill the Star kids? And he's like, I didn't. He just like that he admits that he never killed Brandon yeah. Rickon. Oh, yeah, and this yeah, is yeah. the first time anybody is like told that Brandon Rickon aren't really dead. That's true. Oh, that is true. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, so this Bestie McBest friend is the only one right now. Well, any and anybody else that saw, but they're all dead anyway. Uh, him not actually kill. Brandon Rickon and just two boys. And that's why he's upset is he killed two innocent boys. Yeah. So the Theon is not, I mean, he's bad because he did kill two kids, but he's not a monster. He's not just like whatever. He feels <laughs> yeah, I think some would argue that he's still a monster that he, he kills random a, kids. But he's not like a sociopath. Like he feels bad about it. And if it I, helps ever, a slight bit, I don't think he's the one that did the killing. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Dagmar, right? Yeah. In the, yeah. In the show. Because in the, in the show, in the book, it's somebody else who can't mention yet because right. they haven't they haven't been introduced. Yep. Anyway, man, it's it's hard it's hard to talk about this without mm-hmm. all of his all of Theon's stuff because, um, as we said before, his he's not in book three, and I don't even think he's not even in book. You know, he's not in, he's not in book three, so yeah. like all all of his stuff is technically takes place after all of this. But yeah. this could have happened, so it's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, it was basically just a whole big long ruse, and they the random dude brings him right back to his torture chamber. Yeah, because the random dude doesn't. He's not like, oh, I brought him back. It was all part of our our plan. He acts like he's sneaking him back in. He doesn't. Want yeah, that he I brought him back. Him he killed yeah. the other guys. Yeah, and he has such a goofy, like, ah, I did so good, Schmeagle's proud, yeah. like, face on. He did super look like Frodo also during this. Yeah, it was kind of the entire time. So, yeah, so Theon's back in the torture chamber, and it's not going to be good. Shit sucks. Yeah. It's mm. bad. They do the whole, like, flip the light switch, and there's dudes in the back corner. That, oh, like, yeah, I saw those guys. I'm like, what's ah, happening? So scary. <laughs> and then when they showed the cross thing again, it's like, he sons of bitches. I was like, ah, they got. I thought they were. I thought he was just because you know I know what's going to happen. I thought that he was taking him right. to another castle to be tortured. But I was like, oh, it's the same castle. Hilarious. Yeah, I was wondering how long they were going to drag this out. I th- it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I yeah, thought it was. No, I, to- I totally expected like three more episodes of them just like walking through the woods, pulling a brand. Yeah, I was no, like, nope, nope, not back. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm going to give a prediction that shit is about to get fucked up, like real fucked up. That's what I think is going to happen. When they were all like, oh, book season three is half of book three, I was like, man, things are going to move so slow. But things are moving so quick this season, quicker oh than God. any other season. There's so, much, so many things happening. Which, 
Speaking of, the things and sad things happening, let's go where the Night's Watch is. Yay. Okay. But Young that's wall. at Craster's Keep. At Craster's yeah. Keep. All they ever do is shovel poop. Yeah. That's like it's their only poop, job. Being hungry and then like dying from, you know, white walkers. Starvation. Yeah. <laughs> at least Dolores, Ed, and Gren get a job to do. And you it's know? poop. It's to, pooped to up. pick up poop. What, what the hell crack, is... Yeah. But Rast is, I think, is also supposed to be shoveling poop, but he's just standing there and like. He's just being all gloomy. Doris, Ed, and Grant are not are not even like yelling at him. I'd be like, "What the fuck, Rast? Shovel poop? How about Why are you poop? standing there? It's not fair." So they're shoveling poop. Everything sucks at Crasters. Basically, they have to stay yeah. at Crasters because there's a lot of injured people. So they don't have no strength to move forward. But Crasters not really feeding them very much, and it's cold and it sucks. Right. The so main point bad. of that is that it sucks. It sucks really bad. And there's one dude, Craster, and then of all his daughter wives, um, sister wives, if you will, because they're technically sisters. Yeah. And, and like, they're kind of formulating, like, why are we, you know, you know, living by this guy's rules? Like, we could easily take him. Yeah. But, like, this is what our friend Bobby was asking, like, why don't they just, like, kill this guy? He sucks. And it's like, well, they need someone there. Yeah, it's like, they're it's thinking like, it's about, like, five years from now when they're yeah. going to need him. They've always needed him in the past to yeah. offer a quick little bed and breakfast. Yeah, like, it but, might fix things for, like, a week to kill him and take his food, but it will not fix things in the future. Plus, murder's so. wrong. Also, murder's yeah. wrong. Even uh, when the person sucks real bad. Well, like, they're, like, bad. um... You know, you think like, oh, they don't need him. It's like they need him right now. If they killed him before, they wouldn't have had a place to stop at right now. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and then, and then I think in the pen, they're like, oh, why don't we just like take his food? And Sam's like, we can't take his food. We're not thieves. Even though most of them probably came to the Night's Watch <laughs> because yeah. they are thieves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the best ones are thieves. And right. these are not honorable men. Like, you right, that's why... That. When, All the when... honorable men died at the fist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these yeah, are the why... cowards that hid and got away. Yeah. The, uh, this yeah. is something to think about, too. I think the show may have this the whole switcheroo go a little too fast but when you f- forget when you realize that the night's watch is full of uh criminals yeah it makes it slightly easier but still it's kind of like right. cuz in the the book there there are a lot of like murmurings and like people being mad yeah, and you, well you see you see a whole like setup where there's like three guys scheming and stuff yeah cuz right. they wanted cuz they just want to desert but they don't want to be killed. They wanted they the dessert, know- literally. Yeah. And they know that, that the old bear is a badass and will kill them if they mm-hmm. try to desert. So they're like, nope, we're going to overthrow this dude. Right. Um, and, and so I think that we it's safe to assume that this sort of thing is happening. And that the way they just showed it in the show is like, these dudes are mad at shoveling poops and they're cold and hungry. Yeah, and they take the, their anger out on Craster and... Right. Y'all know when you're hungry, you get mad. You just get little grumps. You get really mad. Yeah, there was that one super creepy guy. What was his deal? I love that guy. The one that was like called Crasher Bastard. Your like, bastard. Yeah. 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 Call me bastard, or so yeah, person that calls me bastard is gonna get this axe in their head. And mm-hmm. the whole time, Mormont um, is uh, trying to like you know keep like keep this like pressure from building and like yeah. trying to get rid of the what are you guys doing you're being so rude stop it yeah but it the guy calls him a bastard again all hell breaks loose crasher's a scary man but but like i mean it should 
theoretically, it should go fast. There's only Craster versus all the Night's Watchmen, but the Night's Watchmen turn on each other yeah. and mm-hmm. start to fight too. And they turn on the old bear and he gets stabbed. Yeah, Rast mm-hmm. stabs him several times. Yeah, well, God, Rast. Asshole. Yeah, but this, meanwhile, Sam just runs away and grabs Gilly. And like, Let's get yeah. out of here. That's one good thing is that it's not just Sam running away because he's a coward, it's because he's like, oh no. Gilly is out in the shed with her baby. Right. And he knows that they don't really like him and they'll probably fucking kill him. Rast specifically is like, I'm going to come and kill you later. Yeah. And maybe yeah. eat you? Who's to say? Who knows? But, but get, oh, we, we didn't mention earlier that Sam like tried to go be like, hey, Gilly, I'm back. And she's like, leave me alone. I'm hanging out with my baby who's going to die really soon. God. And Sam's like, oh, sad. Yeah. But now he's trying to help them, and that's kind of where we end it. That so it's like snowing in the dark, and he just, and he, they just have a baby. So he just leaves Grin. It's like, bye. Bye, Grin. Oh, bye, Dollar said. See you later. Bye, and, guys. Uh, Mormont gets stabbed in the back. And, yep. and then the front. Crass, oh, and the front. And then Craster. Well, and also, Mormont's like trying to choke that guy to death, and he's like, he's almost got him. Yeah. Yeah. So and then he's like, oh, I'm dying. Oops. So there's double death. Well, there's probably more than just double death. Yeah. Like, two big craster dies and also. And they, they show like a part where one of the guys grabs a girl. is like, you show us what the food is. Oh, so sad. Yeah. yeah. And you can only imagine what's about to happen <laughs> in that uh, little. It's real rapey. I, I assume that um, Grand and Dolores Ed are going to like hang out together and get away. Yeah, I'm hoping. They're smart dudes. They can't get out of Dolores' head. No, because he's like, he's like the, literally the only like levity on the wall. Like he's right. the only like kind of funny person up there. And I'll be really sad if they kill him. I'll, I will riot. Yeah. And um, yeah. So f- a moment of silent for yeah. Vermont. Um, Hands over your heart. We had Sam said. And um, it's not a spoiler. That's uh, Jorah's dad, his remaining kid. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's already been talked about. Yeah, that was mentioned in like yeah. So Jora, Jora with uh, Danny across the sea. That's his daddy. He dead now. His dad's and, you, dead. and you just know he felt something. You just know. He felt a twinge in his heart. Like, he didn't oh, know gosh. why. That's what happened. I'm a bad man. So guys, last last section speaking, of our podcast. Speaking of Jora, uh-huh. he, he's up, an astropore. With Danny. With yeah. Danny. Yeah. Oh, man. It all comes to a head. I think we talked about like some of this last week in Spoiler Town, um, but we finally get to see it all. I'm a little surprised that we have. I thought they were going to drag it out for like another episode. For sure. Me too. They I thought this was going to be the finale for yeah. Uh, yeah. Danny's this It would have been year. an awesome finale because it would have been amazing. Or at least see episode five finale. It gives me hope, though. Like, if this was, like, not even the finale, what's the finale going to be next? like? Yeah, this like and we know what happens in the book, so I don't know. Maybe this yeah. isn't, maybe season three isn't half of book three, but it's, like, you know, 80% of book three. I, I don't know. I, I things don't know. might get weird. Um. So, D- Danny has already decided last episode, well, I need these Unsullied. I don't have anything of worth except for my dragons, so I'm gonna get sell one. Jorah right. and um, Barrison are really not okay with this. Jorah says, "Khaleesi, Khaleesi do not you do cannot this give over your." Tim and I kept yelling at each other, yeah, each other, calling each other Khaleesi. It was pretty great. Khaleesi, Khaleesi. It's it. Um, so Danny's she's very adamant on getting all of them, all the untrained, every single one of them. 
And yeah. it's very clear now why she wanted <laughs> all of them. Mm-hmm. And not what just this entire city's army. How do these dumbasses not think about this? Yeah, yeah. it's like, what's that see. dragon fever? If yeah, she's yeah. Her every single one, then she'll have the biggest army, like, within, like, a thousand miles. Yeah, like, 8,000 is a lot of people, and they're all, and, like, very well trained. And they're the Unsullied. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have zero army. Yeah. We'll have yeah. a dragon that, um, you know... I can't do anything with. Probably can't control, yeah. Yeah, yeah so Daenerys comes to meet with Krasnus, who is the real jerky guy who keeps saying shitty things. So, okay, so this guy is talking in low Valyrian. And some Giscari, I was researching this. No, it's cool. Well, first of all, did you guys know that like Game of Thrones has a man who creates languages for the show? I knew they did Dothraki. I Do- didn't know they did uh, so Valyrian. Too. If you go to the website Dothraki.com, the the guy um let me see what his name is. His name is David Peterson and he is a linguist and he created Dothraki. And he also created Valyrian. So he has a blog post. I posted it on the Castle Thrones Twitter. Is it account. written in Valyrian, the blog? Yes. Now, the title of this, uh, the, the blog post is, but he's talking about how Krasnus is speaking in low Valyrian. Danny knows that too, but Danny grew up speaking high Valyrian. Um, and there's this, like, weird thing that happens. Like, you. Is that, never- like, the difference between, like, Spanish and, and uh, like, South America and Spanish and Spain? Maybe. I don't know. They're, they're related, but one's, like, people, like, royalty people, and one's, like, the common, like, common language. Y'all need to get out here, you dragons. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, but like yeah. all this time, Daenerys like this dude is like talking shit about Daenerys, right? And, Calling and her a whore and a bitch, and yeah, like all right. kinds of all kinds of shit. And um, and, and I think he was talking in like Lovelier, but also in like Giscari, this other language. So Daenerys, she, basically, she talks in High Valyrian all of a sudden, but she uses the like Giscari word for slave to like let him know. I understood every fucking thing that you were saying. And he's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Valerian. Oh, no. She's like, I'm a motherfucking Targaryen. Yeah, I grew up speaking it. And boy, did she sound badass when she was talking in Valerian. Yeah, she does. It was really Everybody's kind of shocked. But I feel like uh, Mormont and uh, I feel like they would know this about her. Wouldn't they? That she speaks Valerian? Yeah, Yeah. they would know. Seems like it. It's possible. yeah, I mean, I guess, like, they can't bring it up, like, earlier because, you know, they wanted this really, you know, big surprise for people. Yeah. And um, also, uh, yeah, it, it, the the moment where she starts speaking and everybody's like, oh, fuck. Um, this also um, tells us why, one of the reasons she got Miss Andy. And she knows that Miss Andy was, like, you know, translating and, like, you know, not being a big jerk. and Yeah, it's just, uh, like, this girl... And she's smart too. Like yeah. there's a she way. She's smart enough to change what you're yeah. saying. And Danny's yeah. like, "Yep, I need that. I want one yep. of those. Yeah. <laughs> I need this girl to be on my side because yeah. she's smart and cool." Yeah. Um. So, all hell just breaks loose because well, once she, yeah, she gets the he gives her the he kind of just like hands her the whip without even like looking at her. Yeah. And um, I think in the book he has to say some like magic words saying like, oh, she or not magic, but like, hey, Unsullied, this is your new master. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And and I think in the show it's signified by the whip. Yeah. Like, all right, whoever has this whip is your master. Mm-hmm. And she's like, awesome. Yeah. So, meanwhile, he is like struggling, like almost like he's flying a kite in a yeah, storm. He's got <laughs> a dragon on a string, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like, ah. And Drogon's like, mm-mm, do not like this. Yeah. I hate this guy. And, and he's it's like, so why sad. is he not listening? 
in the book, like the dragon is like crying because it's like in the cage and he doesn't know what's going on, and you think like he's she's actually giving it to him, and it's so sad. I was so upset. Yeah. In the book. So so this is like the exchange. I'm like reading it from the dude's blog, uh, and Miss Sandy's like she asks if it's done now, and he says it's done. She holds the whip. The bitch has her army. <laughs> so Daenerys then like turns around and she's like unsullied forward march, Dolagetes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's like te- she's like test driving them like real quick. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Forward, like, stop, stop. Spin around. Yeah. Do backflips. Breakdance. Oh, and this is where. So he's like, "Man, Miss Sandy, tell her that her fucking her dragon won't do it, what it's supposed to do." Yeah, and she's like, "Motherfucker, a dragon ain't no slave." Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what she said, and that's where she uses she uses like the word for um, slave that's in like Giscari or whatever. But like, I think it's so interesting. For everyone at home knows that she uses the Giscari word. No, I think it's for slave. I think it's crazy. <laughs> I think it's crazy and awesome. The dude who made this language included this when no one would know that was happening. At <laughs> what all. if he's lying? All this shit, like in a made-up language that like nobody but him knows. Uh, yeah, it's fucking crazy. I, I, this I mean, word also means dick. I don't know. So I, there one. is a word for butt in Dothraki. I forget what it is. It's choyo. It's choyo. That's right. I forgot. Um, I mean, oh, I, you know, you like to... in twenty years, we're gonna have people like who speak. You know, Vulcan or whatever. Yeah, man. So language in uh, Star Trek, Vulcan. I yeah. yeah, Vulcan and like I yeah. feel like people, people already just, do speak Vulcan. They're gonna start, you know, learning Dothraki so they can do this at G- Game of Thrones conventions. And <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I know I brought this like shit up a lot of times, but I think it's really like the linguistics part of it is really interesting. And if you if you think this is interesting, you should definitely go to Dothraki.com. Like it, it's really cool. Like Man, just he knows like, his shit. Like I mean, I I, I studied like. Language. He knows this shit about the stuff he made up. Exactly. Well, but no, but he created. I mean, he's created a real language. Like he knows, like linguistically, how to build one. Yeah, I just how like all the everything. Is it like stuff. other? I don't, have you looked into it a little bit? Yeah, like it's, I think it, it sounds very much like Semitic to me. Like it sounds I, like like Arabic, Hebrew. Like it, it kind of reminds me of that. In is some it like ways. The, like every language I learned in school where there's like female words and male words and all that stuff? Um, some of that. It's got like. People like if you're addressing a multiple people, there's like a plural form and stuff like that. I don't know. Can I'm we sorry. talk about Tim- people getting burned alive and stuff again? Guys, that's not. Yeah, that how awesome. have you heard the most badass scene of Game of Thrones and about boring how verbs and gerunds and shit? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what is the blue perfect? Remember of, when of there was a dragon burning a guy, and we're learning about right. Well, first Blue-perfect she's like, she's like, okay. Ansali, my first command to you is stab everyone, every guy with a whip. And I, and when she, or every man with a whip, when she said that, I was like, she's holding a whip. They're going to stab her. And I was like, oh, she's a lady. She's not a guy. Yeah. Could you imagine what them did? It's like, Ugh. shit. <laughs> I like they said that, like, just like, like one or two of them just like stepped out and they're like, oh, all right, stab. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> like, no emotion at all. Just like, you are stabbed. Now what? And then she like winks at, uh, at her dragon and tells him to burn the the Krasny guy alive. She says Dracaris and <laughs> the fire kebab. Yeah, and Amelia Clark did a good job here, oh, considering it could have been really, really bad. She looks so mad. I loved it. That's what I think. It's like she had like the rage in her eyes, but like she was calm, but also she was super angry. Like it was like boiling beneath yeah. the surface, and I think that's why it worked. We get and then we get like the whole thing where. 
it's like a big fight scene and they're all killing all the slave masters because she's like kill all the slave anybody that owns slaves free them and kill them so it like breaks out to this huge battle and then we get the the like the epic shot of her and there's like a sweeping line of explosions behind her even though dragons don't like explode they kind of like breathe a stream of fire so i don't know what that was about and then the sunglasses yeah, don't, don't it. down and it's a deal yeah. with it yeah. i had don't, to pause the episode it. so i could put my own sunglasses on the tv yeah you could but, barely deal with it yeah it was too much <laughs> too um much. And so then she goes, after they're all done with the murders, um, she's like, you're free now, but fight for me anyway. If you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in the book, she she frees them. And then Sandy's like, and, and Danny's is like, oh, they're free now. What? Like, why aren't they like, you know, like relaxing or whatever? And Sandy <laughs> has to explain, like, they don't know what the word free means. Like, They're robots. <laughs> yeah. As far as they're concerned, you just said, hey, everyone, apple pie. <laughs> that's how, that's a line this. from the, the book because Jar Jar is really upset. Yeah. Yeah. He's and and yes, the- she frees them and she's like, oh. Do you, everybody, do you want to fight for me? And they're like, oh, we like fighting. Let's bang our sticks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'd like to like think it's more than that, but it could very well just be like, they're like, uh. Well, they okay. literally have nothing else to do. They're, yeah. like, they're like, like full-blooded like, oh, okay. machines. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're like not even like full. They can't be like full humans. They're very emotionally stunted. Yeah. They'll probably go into the whole like, they're not really free. They they are even if you tell them they're free they're still gonna follow your orders like they don't have names yeah yeah they don't Uh, in the book it's really great because they talk about how they get a new name like every day or every week yeah so that they don't get attached to it and then like they also talk about how like when they get to choose their names like they all choose like really weird stuff and sometimes they do choose the the last one name they had yeah there's like Like, all right this is pretty good i really like big face gonna stick with that it's working for me have right. a good imagination, I guess. Um, Pig oh, face two question. Yeah. Um, in the book, uh, in this scene, when she hands over a dragon, I don't know if this is right. I remember you remembering this wrong. Does she tell him like the word for you know dragon shoot fire, and then he says it and he burns himself? I think that might, that sounds familiar. I don't remember. Like she's like uh, he's like oh how do I control it? And he she's like tell him you know. Whatever the fire word is, Dracaris. 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 Yeah, tell him Dracaris because she learned it like from the, the temple or whatever in the last book, and he's like Dracaris, and then he just the dragon burns him or something. Something, and, it's, and then it's really funny. That could be. It's, that could have happened. That's, almost, really that's a. That's an extra level of like unfortunately deception. Unfortunately, there's no way for us to know. So other than you know maybe looking at the book, mm. but we won't do that. Somebody mm. could just tell me I'm wrong. Mm. Oh, they oh, will. They will. Oh, they <laughs> will. certainly will. We yeah. get told if we don't focus on something enough. Yeah. Even if we're not wrong, we, um, we speculate. The so, time that he he had a weird like twitch in his eye. I think that was a wink. I think that means something. <laughs> uh, that is like a that's a pitfall of like the Game of Thrones fandom is that people really fixate on things a lot. I'm like this probably means nothing, but it is fun to pretend like it does. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at so the end the, of the day, Danny, 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 six years between books, you gotta clean to something. Yeah, something. But Danny's like, awesome! I I fought everybody and I won, yay! And she walks out of the city with all of her army and drops like drops the whip like a mic, and it's cool. But so I'm whatever. like thinking, so like you just killed like all the people in leadership and just left. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's up with that? I was like slaves. 
have fun. Bye, slaves. Like, were, were, were you guys worried? Like, she doesn't have the whip. Like, what if she can't control them now? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I thought it was cool. They, like, walked over the whip. Like, yeah. they, like, marched over that it. Shot, that scene was also shot very, very cool. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. really cool. It was, it was fantastic. Like, I, 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 I think... For what I understand, this is considered like the best episode like so far, like of maybe the entire series. I'm like, gonna make my own best of episode, which is like the end of this, and then like the end of the first season of the where, fire. Yeah, when Hot Pie is talking about making cherries and oh yeah, that's definitely right? a best of. And then when when um when Theon throws a silver to uh to Roz and she yeah. splashes him. Yeah. Oh yeah. When her, Jack her bush. In, when Jack in kicks the chicken. You know. <laughs> that actually is like one of the best things that's happened. <laughs> Cast the Thrones uh, <laughs> picks the top ten moments of Game of Thrones. That one time Roz showed her bush. Here he kicked the chicken. <laughs> Guys, we are so smart. We really are. Did kicking the chickens get number one still, right? That, yeah, yeah it's number, sure. Come on, it's real. It's number one for right. sure. And then a chicken gets those sunglasses, and it's like, deal with it. Deal with it. Yeah, I think I, after this few minutes of, of, of super intellectual talk, we should get some praise. What do you guys think? Oh, uh, for sure. <laughs> I try to talk intellectual, and y'all talk shit at me, so whatever. Well, You guys want to talk about kicking chickens. I'll just let you. You enjoyed the chicken kicking. I did, I did like it. <laughs> chicken kicking fun. God, I hate chickens. It's just <laughs> Wherever you live right now in your country... You have the ability. You have the freedom. You're no longer bound by whips. You can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review to scream out to the heavens how much you love us or just appreciate us or just think we're okay. Anyways, More importantly, we'll read your name on the show. <laughs> exactly. You yeah. live forever. Dave Morgan from the United Kingdom says, Great podcast. Kokathandas <laughs> from the United States says, Great podcast. Uh, Drow Warrior says three fifths of the Drunks and Dragons podcast. Who knew? That means we're one drunken. That's one podcaster enough. Sir Dire Donkey of Cannabis says whatever donkey you need me to be. Yeah, thank mm. you. That's nice. <laughs> Le- Leopards are cool. Says enjoyable podcast. Jesus A. Gonzalez the third says I've listened from beginning to end. Doctor Chuck says whimsical and tasteful. That's always true. That's not true. <laughs> the Funyun Knight says hilarious. I don't think I've ever funny. seen someone say Funyun Knight. I like that. Pretty, Good job. I like that too. Good it's job. Clever. Nice work. You did it. Lore of the Willis says wonderfully witty and entertaining. The best got podcast. Thank you. Narek says love the podcast. Wemo Monster says you won't find a better podcast. The Vagar says great podcast. Paisik78 says night. Did, what did you say? PSEX 68? PSEX 68. Best Game of Thrones podcast by far. Uh, Ergonomic Cat says, fantastic. Blinding Voip from Canada says, g'day, mate. Best podcast out there. <laughs> Wait, is that like a reference to every time there's an Australian, you do a really bad accent? Uh, You've had like Canadian or like anywhere, anywhere he just does a bad Australian accent. <laughs> M. Austin says, love it. Bama2736 says, awesome show. Pad Dranigo says, 10 Tims on the landing scale. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That's actually not that good. There's 100 Tims on the scale. Yeah, the landing scale is kind of strange. Um, (laughs) Really funny and insightful. Thank you. Torcat from Canada says, g'day, mate. Awesome. 
That's nice. And they also shout out the Wine, Women, Westeros, which I don't suggest listening to. Why? It's it's, this. Is it because you're a hater? Yeah. It's part of this. It's just a special, special episode. Sometimes I do an episode where I talk about Lady Game of Thrones thing with my lady friends and we drink wine. It's fun. Whatever. Um, We have a Twitter. It's at Cast of Thrones. And we get so many responses on there and we respond to as many as we can. But... I will give a shout-out to a small few of you because there are so many. So I'm sorry if I missed you. Erica Cruz, Kari Small, Raleigh Elkhurst, Margaret Tienstra, Don of Roman Numeral, Ren Marinas, Bumper, FTW302, Jennifer Cheek, Annalisa, Necrosurge, Jeniston, Adam Strickland. Oh, Veronica. That was nice. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon Harris, LCP, Aaron Rustin, Matt. Uh, there's so many. Azad and Jenkin, he does the comics. He's he's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I mean, there's a lot of you, a lot of regulars. Thank you so much for tweeting at us. Um, and thank you for sharing all the cool stuff you find. If you find cool Game of Thrones stuff, tweet it at us. We might for sure. It. We love to spread it to the world. Yeah. Oh, and this is a, a quick thing at the end. Let me, um, my friend who just watched the episode, texted me with his review. Let me read it to you right now. Much better Game of Thrones episode. Shit got real with Daenerys, or whatever her name is. Plus lots of side boob barge. (laughs) (laughs) He's replacing all of us on the podcast. (laughs) Thanks, Ian. (laughs) Uh, So is that... Do we want to go to Spoiler Town? Yeah, man. So if this is your first episode, we're going to play some music, but... Come back because we're going to talk spoilers. Or don't come back if you don't want spoilers. Don't like spoilers. But they're cool, so you should. Okay. Until next week, keep riding that Hey, we're back! Hey, guys. Uh, we're in Spoiler Town. If you haven't turned off the podcast and don't want to hear spoilers, this is your last warning. Last exit for Spoiler Town. Or- red wedding, red wedding, red wedding, red wedding! <laughs> and yeah, these are spoilers from everywhere. From all up over all five of the books. For sure. Um, so this is not like super Spoiler Town, but like, what the shit? Tim, did you not see a picture with uh, What's-His-Face lot with the name Bargo on yeah, it or something? Yeah, I tweeted it. Somebody what, what was, was talking about they messed this up with um with Rob's wife and they Jane, actually, yeah, yeah they named her the they same named thing her in a photo but like in the show they yeah. just never addressed that. I don't like so it. They still haven't said his name either. It's probably no, I thought they called him Locke. I thought they said in the it. show. I thought they did. I don't remember. Maybe I'm just imagining things. I don't know. I just I just want I, I wish it was Vargo. That's all. Yeah. So then we could call him Cargo Coat. Exactly. They ruined our joke, and I hate them. Um, <laughs> well, he has a scar in his eye, so he's obviously a lock. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I get your reference. Oh, my God. I don't get it. Um, it's a lost reference. Yes. Oh, right. Lock from Lost. He Got went it. on. This lock went on a walkabout, I bet, around Restoros. Shut up. <laughs> you know, lost podcast is super popular. We should do a Lost podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> That's coming back lost, up. I lost hurt my heart. I can't go back there. Um, so I know we talk about Ramsey Bolton like every week, oh. but like, guys, Ramsey Bolton, oh my what, god. Now what's he doing? <laughs> uh, 
Do you know uh, Jar Jar and Damien Lindoff, the creator of Lost, like got into a Twitter spat and oh, Jar Jar's like, I'm taking my time because I don't want to lost the ending or oh, do a loss with the no. ending. Wait. Uh, this was uh, during the first season of Game of Thrones. Because Damien Lindoff was like, Jar Jar, you take so long with your books. And he's like, well, I don't want to fuck it up like you did. Wait, <laughs> I did not know Jar Jar Martin was on Twitter. He is on Twitter. It, I don't think it was a Twitter thing. He might have responded in like a news article. Damn. Or his um not a blog. Well, blog. Damien Linda, like he like kind of like takes the piss. Like he he like lets people make jokes at him. Yeah, he's fun. He's really funny. So whatever. Yeah, he's awesome. Anyway. Oh, and Jar Jar is on Twitter. He's never tweeted though. That makes sense. I can't see him doing that. <laughs> he has like thirty thousand followers and yeah, never. That's tweeted. not not his deal. Um, but Ramsey. Okay, I really. I'm trying to understand, like, what is happening with Ramsey Bolton because, like, when he came, when, when he brought Theon back into the torture chamber, like, I don't think he's in charge of what's going on. He seems no. like more of a servant guy, so... Yes, he's still, like, playing some weird thing. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is he playing a weird thing, or is he still, like, has he not been, like, elevated by Roos to, like, a position of power? So we he's, have to like, assume not that in charge? it's his people... That surrounded the castle, the people that were blowing the horn that Theon hated so much. That's what I'm, but like, why? I don't know. I don't understand. It's possible it's not. I don't know. But it. It's, it's Ramsey. He's. Okay, well, one, he, he gets Theon out. He gets him to trust him. He gets to learn all of Theon's, like, dark secrets. That's yeah. the one thing he got from that. Also, he's sick and, like, wants to, like, you know, torture him mentally and physically. Right. But he can still do that while being in charge and not like a servant. Type well, I, I didn't really get the servant vibe when I saw it. He's like, lock him up. I brought him back. And well, he also maybe telling people to do it. He he might be in control, but he might ultimately still have to report to his dad. So like they could be like, oh, yeah, your son's like fucking up. He like let Theon go and stuff like that. Like maybe they're not quite in on like all the games he's playing. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but he's obviously like the, the psychological warfare has started because he got beyond like trust him, and then he's like, haha, take backsies. Nope. So I wonder what else. Like, I feel like it's about to get really bad for Theon soon. Uh, I can't imagine um, what they're going to do with it for the next season and a half. Or I've been rereading the Theon chapters, and like, guys, Theon. Theon is, like, super castrated. I'm, like, about 100... I'm, like, 99.9% <laughs> certain okay. that Theon is missing at least his balls. I don't think so, because don't they talk about him, like, trying to run away with some girl or something? Yep, yeah, because they're, like, gonna die inside, not because of love. I think yeah. he loves And that her. was earlier. Maybe, but he can still, still love someone without balls. <laughs> I, I Maybe you can. I mean, I, I, I do it every day. <laughs> I have zero <laughs> balls, and still I love... Not a robot. I, I, I go and like if you're interested in this. I mean, just go reread the chapters. Like mm-hmm. he keeps talking about, like he took my fingers, my toes, and that other thing. Well, I who cares? Oh, maybe it's like balls. his haircut. I care. I don't want to have his balls gone, but I'm pretty sure they're gone. Well, I there's so many things he doesn't have. Well, maybe he did. I'm just saying that it's about to get like the torture is about to get amped up. I can't imagine. Really bad. I don't think they're gonna show him cutting off his. His balls. I think, my, I think they'll just do full frontal slash. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-mm. They've already shown his pee pee. They're definitely going to show, like, probably fingers being cut off. 
But you think, yeah. okay, do you think, okay, so you cut off a whole hand, then you just wrap it up, or it's in a sleeve, or whatever. You start cutting off, like, individual fingers, like, you have to have, like, a prosthetic hand that moves, but there's missing fingers, or green right. in just it. just do that, the whole, like, only show from the back with your finger down, like, oh, it's gone, it's visible. Oh, he'll, he'll, he, in the books, he has, like, weird gloves, and his hand's just, like, all stiff, so he can oh, just yeah. do that. And yeah, like, oh, my hands don't work so good. Here's Here's a gloves. Yeah, because yeah, he's in one. His left hand in the book, he only has three fingers, and the right hand, he has four. He's yep. missing his pinky. Oh boy! Because there, there's like a part where they're talking about he can still grasp his sword. He's fine. I'm like, I don't know. He seems pretty not fine to me. <laughs> he's pretty fucked up. Yeah. He like also like in the books like gets like really like pale. He like his hair is like straw. He looks like an old man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, well, the his torture. Teeth are all shattered out, and like he can't yeah. eat food, and it's yeah. really, and then we really also he's bad. also. They flay his fingers to the point where they cut it off. Yeah. Well, until well, he begs to have them cut it off because it hurts so much. Yeah. So I, 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 I mean, obviously, as awful as it was watching like a drill get drilled down into his foot, like I think it's only going to get worse from here on. Uh, out. Have you guys ever had like skin flayed off your hands? Uh, you, you know, no, I haven't. No. <laughs> um. Okay. So I have. Wait. Explain it your is, I. Fell on a bike going down a very steep hill on very sharp rock, and like basically like the skin had like scraped off that my hand in a flaying motion, okay. and it hurts a lot because there's like so many nerves. There's so many nerves, and, and yeah. you're yeah. When I was younger, I had a giant hole in my knee, and I only complained about my hand because of the because it hurt so bad. Wow. Well, I think the thing with the flaying too is that it gets infected. Yeah, it's yeah. allowed to be infected, and then. Well, there's no like skin to protect it. Right. Like that's yeah. what your skin protects you. So if it's gone, yep. then all the bad things get inside of you. Well, the germies. It's just like it, it's like raw nerves exposed, like lots of them. Ugh. Ugh. And and like and like air and like you know anything touching it, just like water. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It makes me Guys, unhappy. You, you better toughen up before it gets real bad in the show. I yeah, don't her. know. I wonder if like people understand how dark it's about to get. Like, is this gonna get so dark soon? Like red wedding shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Torture shit. Yeah. It's about to be bad. Well, the red wedding. You know, obviously Tywin's setting it up, like writing the letters and like plotting. I, I don't think the red wedding is just gonna be like you know a big battle scene. Kind but, of, or a big massacre scene. But it's gonna be such a gut punch to everyone. Like as long as Catelyn murders a mentally challenged. Oh my person, god! <laughs> everything will be okay. And he shits himself as it's happening. Yeah. How uh, far into um, the book is the Red Wedding? It's like sixty percent. Yeah, 70%. it's not nearly as far as you would think it is. Like it's closer to halfway than the end. Yeah. So it's, then, it's, that's obviously their big finale, right? I yeah, think it has. To I be. think they. Originally, I think the ninth episode was titled The Red Wedding, and then they changed it to something a little less uh, blunt. Obvious. It's even possible they changed the way it went altogether, and it's not happening. But It's happening. It probably is happening. Uh, I mean, because they're doing all that work, like Tywin, like, they'll probably come back to that. But um, Tywin, every time we see him, I feel like he's writing a letter. Yeah. yeah. Well, he is, yeah. Everyone well, that's, like, that has read the, the books are basically like, oh, this is the episode of The Red Wedding. It's like... But we don't know that, and like it's, it could be a thousand different things. Except yeah, for we still I, have T- uh, Tyrion and Sansa's wedding to go through. Yes, we do. That's I don't think we're gonna. Real soon. I don't think we're gonna get Joffrey's wedding this season. At least I hope not, because I, I want Joffrey's one more season. 
Yeah, I think we'll have. I think that'll be next season. Yeah. Uh, but someone on the Reddit's got a screenshot of the letter that Tywin is writing when he's talking to Tyrion, and like it talks about. Um, it's it. still gibberish. It's pretty gibberish, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does like there's this time it's like to tempt the wolves. We cleared the. Like, there's only like a, a like a brief like cross section of it, so you don't get like full sentences. But I don't know. I feel like maybe it's encrypted, so if it gets intercepted, <laughs> maybe. But he talks about the wolves in it, so I feel like you know. <laughs> it could be talking about literal wolves. Actually, can we talk about that? Because <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Nymeria's like pack is like ravaging yeah. the entire like. Uh, Riverlands, like this wolf pack. So it could literally be talking about wolves. I don't know. And even if Tywin, like, obviously, I think Tywin's going to make a joke after the Red Wedding to be like, while you fools were trying to do this or trying to do that, I was like, getting shit done, idiots. I'm sure they're going to say something like that. Yeah. I think think the Red Wedding is going to to King's Landing and he's going to be like, remember when I was writing all those letters? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then he's going to be like, who are you talking to? And then that's going to be the end. Yeah. I just like the concept of like the actual screenshots of the letter from the show like being like part of it. Right. But I am a Game of Thrones fan and therefore I love conspiracy theories about them. Guys, so I try to make it work. The seal on the letter, it was red. Oh, oh my god. god. It's like blood, guys. Someone was trying to say that he like on the letter from this episode that he was writing out Frey that they saw Frey. I'm like, I don't know, man. I think that's a stretch. That's kooky. I didn't I don't know if I saw that, but he's maybe. probably just like writing bullshit. Like, I'm sure there's this real like wheeling screen- and dealing. Well, and the screenshot is like you can see that it's like real sentences and like writing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure the letter, if you saw it in RL looks fine whatever yeah. but the camera is all is blurry on parts yeah yada, yada. so we just don't know i don't know i just think we've i guess just because we've gotten so many tweets about it like guys yeah he's writing a lot of letters but he's de- he is it this doesn't mean nothing about it means red wedding until unless but he it says is. right but it is but unless he says to the tv watchers i wrote letters <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to have a lot of impact. Exactly. No, I, I think it's cool that they're setting it up. It's. I, I think it's like, another little, bo- like a little, uh, you know, treat for the. Book they readers. should do like exactly. kind of like a Sherlock or some kind of you know like mystery show flashback where they like show him in black and white, like white, like writing the letters and like oh, it all makes sense now. Wow. Everything together. Um, yeah, like a CSI kind of uh, recap. Uh, you know, one one of my friends uh, is really upset because uh, they're not caught up with the show, and they're like, "Oh, I know that uh, that um, Catelyn dies," and I was like, "Is that all you know?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Well, you don't really know anything because that's gonna yeah. be really weird in the show." And I was like, "You actually aren't spoiled at all, but don't go looking up anything about it." Yeah, yeah stay away sure. from that shit. Don't, don't. Because you know, we you know we have Barrick and like. There's the priest there, and it, it, we're gonna get introduced to the whole he's dead, but he's not dead. Oh thing. god, that's tr- man. That do you think zombie cat's gonna happen this season or next season? Nick, I'm hoping next season. Give oh, it give an entire season where we kind of forget about it, and then it's like, guess what? And fa- yeah, She's follow the back. path of the book. Right, she'll be back. She'll be um in the you know like the intro scene, which kind of never has anything to to do with like the rest of the story. Well, this year kind of did. She'll be in that part where she, there's like somebody pulling her out of the water and it'll be a priest. And we will have seen last season when the priest bought brought, or this season we'll see Beric Bond, Beric Bondarian being brought back <laughs> to life by the red priest. Like we'll probably actually see that. And then we'll see that priest like 
pulling Catelyn out of the water. And then everybody's going to be like, oh, they're going to bring oh her back God. to life. I don't know. I don't think so. This is what I think is going to happen. I think Red Wedding is going to go down in um, episode nine. I think the very end of episode 10, we're going to see Zombie Cat. That's my prediction. I want them to do. Or them like taking her. What do you think? No, I think that we're going to see a Zombie Cat. I, I think we're going to see a Zombie Cat at the end of season four. Hmm. Uh, well, Let's you take know, bets. As for non non book watchers, and, and like they they you know kill her off or whatever, and then they see or they hear about that actress going back to Game of Thrones. That could spoil people. Oh, they did the same thing with Barristan. and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested to see how they divide that. We will, we will see because that was at the end of book three. Yes. That we see it. So hey, is know. it actually at the end? I thought it was at the beginning of the next one. No, no it's at the end of, it's book, the end three. of book three. Which yeah. is what makes me feel like it's going to be at the end of something. But yeah. I don't know. well, yeah, they could. You know, that's a good thing to like give people at the beginning of next season. Because I mean, technically, she's up and doing pretty soon after she dies. But so. I think it's such a, a. It works so much better as a like, oh my, what the fuck moment. Yeah, exactly, because it's such a what. What like, was I was reading? I'm like. What the hell yeah. is happening? Like, I knew Barry Dondarrion came back to life, but I just, like, it never entered my brain because he wasn't around where she was. Uh-huh. So I didn't think about it. Right, because they, they give you a scene with Nymeria dragging her out of the water. Yeah. And that's how Arya's like, she's dead. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Because, yeah, Arya's dreaming in the wolf, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she's with the hound. Oh, right, yeah, because she, she's finally, like, near her wolf and she doesn't even know it. Yep. Right. Um, I was going to say... Oh, you know, her acting, like, range is going to be kind of limited if they do it like they do in the show where her mouth is, like, hanging off and she can't really <laughs> talk. And she's just going to, she's like, okay, we're going to need you for however many years, uh, but you're just going to, like, be in the scene, like, looking menacing, and that's it. Yeah. No lines. It's just, barely the book. So. Guess, how about Danny never doing anything interesting again for the oh rest my God, of the series? Well, she, she's going to, like, have some sex for a little while. With, like, well, she a has with to conquer more. Yeah, she's just going to conquer random-ass cities for a long time. This is I've, absolutely the pinnacle of her interestingness. This it, it real, well, until now, I, I would say until the end of book five when she gets on a dragon and flies away. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. Isn't she naked at that point? I want to say she's naked. I think her clothes get burnt off. She, yeah. who, she, I don't even know. but Also, I, her hair isn't fireproof. It's totally Full not. Show. She should be like a naked Barbie doll on that thing. Like yeah. with like like when somebody cuts off the hair and all like stringy and stuff. I have really high hopes that they're gonna like cut through the chaff of Danny's story for oh, the show God. and like make it be a lot more interesting and streamlined because that shit in Marine goes on for so long and it is not interesting. Next season, I hope they probably will bring him back. They got to bring him because he's the only thing that's interesting about her. I don't think they're going to. I feel like I saw somewhere that they're like, no, he's not going to exist. Yeah. They've cast Dario. So I think Dario is going to do most of the stuff. If they ever need like a a champion or something. He's not going to poop in front of the gates. Like let's, 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 let's let's, uh, protest and you know, yeah, people are sad, but I think I'm pretty. I, I I understand them streamlining things, but I am sad about Strong Bell was. That's, that's cool. What else are they gonna do without mm-hmm. like? Do I said just conquer cities? Like I don't know, fuck around with the harpies and or the the sons of the harpy or whatever in Marine for a thousand years. Be like who's killing people? I don't know. I mean, the whole book it's a noir film. 
the whole book four, book five parallel thing, like, basically makes this, that, like, the series, like, drag for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that, and they're I gonna mean, clean that shit up. I know there's lots of characters and stuff, but he could have focused down on, like, the core stuff a little more. And I, it probably is all core stuff in the end, but, you know. Oh, there's no way in hell. Yeah, Those I books are too big and too... This is, I think it, guys, this is a very ironic conversation for a podcast that's at an hour and 55 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I was about to also say that Sorry. we should stop. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, I want to do this new section. Yeah, so I decided today uh, that we should do a crackpot theory of the week. So a crackpot theory of the week I was just introduced to today, and I love it. I don't know if it makes any sense, but I like it. Um, so the crackpot theory is that Tywin either plans or allows the purple wedding, which is where Joffrey dies. <laughs> and I, at first it's like, no way. Cause time and that's his grandson and he would never do that. But I'm like, but I was thinking about it while I was watching this show and you, Joffrey is like, he can be manipulated by, by Marjorie, but like, he's hard to handle. Like right. he does, he's, he's a wild card. Like they can't really control him, but Tommen is very pliable. And we haven't very, seen in a long yeah, time. That's true. He does exist. Um, but I, Tywin knows a lot. Like, I, I just kind of have a hard time knowing if there's this, like, cr- Grand Tyrell conspiracy that he's, like, totally unaware that they're, like, we're and, like, Littlefinger's in on it. Like, you think he really doesn't know anything about it? Maybe. Yeah, I guess the biggest question, though, with Tywin is, is his spy network, how is, does it, is it, one, is it ha- how does he have it, and how, you know, what, to what extent I is it? I feel like he does, though. Like, he, I feel like all the, like, the big, like, houses kind of have to have some spies. Well, it doesn't. Lady Elena kind of joke about not having nearly as many spies. That's why she wants to talk directly to Varys because she was not set up in King's Landing. Wait, but are you confusing show knowledge and book knowledge right now? Yes. I don't know. This is like a definitely this is definitely a book theory. But yeah. I, I I just feel like maybe it, it may be again. This is why it's a crackpot theory. Like it may be really stupid, but I kind of like the concept of Tywin being like, well. Ken Slang is bad, but my grandson is an asshole, and he's going to cause more problems for the realm and for my family in the long run. Let him die. Well, let's yeah. get the pliable one on the throne. Hey, then- you know what? I think Tywin probably believes that he is an incest baby. Wouldn't he have oh. murdered Tyrion, though, if, if he would... Because he hates Tyrion a lot. But he allows... See, I think that he allows Tyrion to get... Yeah, because he allows Tyrion to take the blame for Joffrey dying, so two gone in one stroke. Mm. True. Done. But fortunately, he doesn't plan on he, like they they say that the big blunder was like actually Jamie not leaving the Kingsguard because then Jamie feels bad and since Jamie's a good person he lets Tyrion out so, and then Tyrion yeah. kills Tywin. Yeah, and that like screwed up. Yeah, that that is the one thing he didn't yeah, count. That's gonna be a hell of a scene, you guys. You know what? So when uh, Tommen comes back in the show, are people gonna be like, wait, why are they showing this other kid all of a sudden? Is he Rickon too? Like no one remembers. Well, he's he been he's actually. He's been in it a few times. Yeah, he has, but not in a long time. And they're going to be like, "Hey, look, there's another kid that could take the throne if if Joffrey dies." I think, I think people are going to be like, "Hey, Joffrey might die, and that's why they're showing us this other kid, and it's going to kind of spoil it." Hmm. I don't know. Who's to say? Yeah. Or they anyway. can just kill Joffrey and then be like, "Hey, remember this other kid?" They're like, "No." Well, here he is. Now he's king. So. I, I guess later, after this episode goes up, I'll post on the Cast of Thrones with many a spoiler warning, this crackpot theory thread. This is from uh, a song last night, westeros.org, from their forums where I found it. Um, and if you guys have suggestions for future crackpot theory of the week, 
Go ahead and send them to me on Twitter because I'm really I'm very deep into the conspiracy theories of Game of Thrones right now. And Girl, I would love to- you're not that deep. I'm I'm well, you're just busy. Tim is actually the deepest. He's like like a mole into the <laughs> conspiracy theories of Game of Thrones, but I'm into it right now too. And I've just decided to take control of this. Why gotta so, take so much from I'm me? Sorry. That's all I have. I'm just trying to share, you know, share this experience. That's true. Guys, what's that smell? Ugh. This milk it's- is spoiled. Uh, I love that. I love that. There's almost no irony. Wait, is it spoiled or rotten? This milk is rotten. I think it's spoiled rotten. I like like it both. Because it has to be spoiled because it's a spoiler. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this catchphrase work. It's really funny when I was drunk, but I don't know. (laughs)